Good evening, everyone. Thank you all for joining. We're about to learn Hasidus. Thursday night Hasidus, as our tradition has been for the last... Ah. Mind my ice, it's going to melt. Bezras Hashem. Um... Probably about 16 years, 17 years, something like that. Let me just make sure this is not going to bother us. Okay, it's Pasha's Emor, and in Pasha's Emor, there's a mitzvah of Kiddush Hashem. Where the Pasuk says, I will become sanctified amongst the Jewish people. And uh, from there we derive that there's a mitzvah to sanctify God's name. And the real mitzvah of Kiddush Hashem is that a Jew is obligated to even give his life up. Not to violate the three cardinal sins. And that's the ultimate Kiddush Hashem. But in addition to that, every day we do a Kiddush Hashem. We sanctify God's name during prayer, during davening. In which we say, Kaddish, Kaddish, Kaddish. The angels say, Kaddish, Kaddish, Kaddish. Holy, holy, holy. And we, the Jewish people, down here, talk about the angels' praise, and we also say the Kadosh, Kadosh, Kadosh. So the Zohar tells us that when we say Kadosh, 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 we fulfill what the Pasuk is telling us, V'niktashti betoch b'nei Yisrael, I will be sanctified amongst the Jewish people. Now, there is a mimer in Lakuti Torah that we learned already a couple of years ago. When I say a couple of years ago, it's at least 12 years ago. It was still in Pico when we gave the class over there. And it was a fascinating discourse about the meaning of the three times Kadosh. And that time, I prepared this class, I remember a lot, and I was very excited to give it. It was an awesome class. You can look it up. It's on our Mayan website, Parshas Emor. I think so. Now there is a beer on that mimer, an explanation on that mimer. Um, that I read today, but not, not, I didn't do due diligence on this mimer, I have to say. I learned it 12 years ago, so I, the original, and I must have learned the explanation then as well. Or I can't say must, but very possible, because I remember that I learned that mimer well, and I remember I was very excited about that class. So hopefully there will be some residue in my mind from 12 years ago when I taught the main mimer, and we can learn the B or the explanation on the mimer. Uh, I'm totally not in a position to teach this. Um, how, can you te- how can you teach an explanation, that this is an explanation on the mimer if you didn't learn the mimer? But again, we learned it 12 years ago. So I guess in some level of soul, there's no passage of time. So it's as if we learned it yesterday. And with Hashem's help, I hope we're going we're gonna to do well. The other option is not to learn. And that's not an option. So let's learn. And maybe with the merit of everybody that's learning with us together, this mimer, this incredible godly revelation will open up for us. Okay, so he bases it on a Zohar. Zohar daf Gimel. Let me read to you the Zohar. You should not um, desecrate my holy name. It says this week in the parish of I will become sanctified amongst the Jewish people. So the Zohar says, 
This is a commandment to sanctify God every day. The Salka Kedusha say, Mitatoli to elevate His holiness from below upward. That means the, the creatures below, humans, angels, from below, we declare His holiness. So we, we elevate His holiness upward. Just like He is holy above, we proclaim His holiness below. Till His holiness rises to fathers and children. This is the secret. I will become sanctified amongst the Jewish people. Above and below. Above in three dimensions. Obviously, referring to Kadosh, Kadosh, Kadosh. Three times we say Kadosh. So it's three levels. And below in three levels. Now I'm going to skip a little bit. And he continues and he says like this. Kadosh is going to explain the three times Kadosh. So he says Kadosh, the first Kadosh. Ihu star ilah. Kadosh, the first Kadosh is indicating, is indicative of a very supernal tzad. Tzad means a side. Setar means a place, a, a level, a, 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 a the side of holiness. It's very high. Which is the first level of all levels. So obviously it's pretty high. If this is the first level of all levels. That's the first Kodesh. Now even though it's a hidden place, it's because it's so high, it's so primordial, it's so lofty and so, so at the beginning. So it's a concealed state. And therefore it's called Kodesh. Kodesh without a vav, kuf dalit shin. It's called Kodesh, it's called holy. Now there's two words, Kodesh, where you have a vav after the dalit. That's Kodesh. And then there's Kodesh. Kodesh and Kadosh. What's the difference? Kodesh represents holiness itself. Kadosh is when something is being permeated with holiness. In other words, this itself, this level itself is not holy, but you're drawing holiness into it. You're sanctifying it. It itself is not that sacred or that elevated. So that's the question over here is, if he's saying that Kadosh, the first Kadosh, is the first level, which we know in the Spheros, it's the attribute of Chachma. The attribute of Chachma is called Kodesh. So if, if it's the first level that is completely above and hidden, so how can we say that it's ref- when we're saying Kadosh with above, which represents already a level that you can experience the holiness, it's already holiness drawn down as opposed to the essence of holiness. This is the level that's, that's Kodesh without a Vav. It's, it is, there's no entry into it at all. It's totally inaccessible. So that's what Zohar is asking. This place is called Kod, Kodesh. 
How can you say on this level, Kadosh? Which means a level that's not holy, but has become invigorated with holiness. So therefore the Zohar answers, Mitaman from that very lofty, inaccessible, transcendental place, is Pashit Pshitu, Dinohir Bechat Shvila, comes forth a simp- simple, a Pshitu means a simple light, which shines in a very narrow path. The Kika, it's a very narrow path, like a thread of simple light that's undefined. Tamira Goyam Tsuisa which hides in the middle. So we're dealing with something that's from a very, 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 from the very quintessential beginning, very high, and therefore very removed. But from that place, there's some kind of a hamshacha, some kind of a ray, some kind of, but it's very narrow, it's very thin, and where does it hide? It hides in the center. We'll soon see what that means. Kivan this nar goi amtsi once it has shined, or it has been shining into the middle level, so then it is, uh, becomes symbolized, or becomes nirshemes, it becomes, uh, it becomes marked with a letter vav, but not just a regular vav. A vav denohir goyhai kodesh that is shining into this Kodesh. So now what happens over here is, when the center level becomes, receives this little thin ray, so to speak, of transcendental Kodesh light, it becomes Kadosh. Because a Vav is inserted inside of it. That Vav is Kodesh. The Ikra Kadosh. And the Zohar says, now it's called Kadosh. Now, that's Now from this level becomes for once it's in the it's called Kadosh already another light, a simple light now continues further downward It descends down to the bottom of all levels even this Narbisoifo when it starts shining in the last and lowest level so then a hay becomes illuminated with this light, just like the vav became illuminated with this light. Again, this light is above, it's kodesh. In a sense, we can say it's above all letters. It's higher and transcendent. But when it shines its light down to the center, then the vav suddenly is illuminated with that light. And then the kodesh surrounds the vav, and it becomes kadosh. And then when that vav is illuminated with that light, and it continues to shine that light even farther downward, then a hay becomes, when it reaches all the way to the bottom, then the hay becomes illuminated with that light, and it becomes kedusha, which is kadosh, hay. The, the kodesh has reached the hay. So imagine this light passing through like various different levels, and as it hits a certain spot, then, then the letter, this powerful letter illuminates with that light. And then the light continues, and then another letter, a letter is illuminated with that light, which is the letter He. Obviously, we're talking about these illuminations, 
which are illuminations of levels that each level itself is like uh, is exponentially, exponentially, exponentially above the other letters. It's way higher, way above it. And uh, yeah, so he's going to explain what, what does this mean? The Ikri Kedusha. Okay. So now really, based on what we just learned, we really don't have three Kodeshes. We have one Kodesh without a hey, with, with sorry, without a Vav. The three levels, basically, based on what we just learned, the three levels should be like this. Kodesh, Kodosh, and Kedusha. It's not Kodosh, Kodosh, Kodosh. So why is it Kodosh, Kodosh, Kodosh? It's Kodesh, Kodosh, and Kedusha. Because the first level of Kodesh on that level, there is no, no vav and no hey. It's completely removed. The second level is a vav. So that's kadosh. And the final level, it's already more than the vav. It's kedusha. So why is it called kadosh, kadosh, kadosh? It should have been called then kodesh. The first one should be kodesh. And not Kodosh. Raza de Reshisa de Koila, which is the, the secret of the very beginning of everything. Since it comes from that place. So why on that transcendental level, on the very first level, is already called Kodosh? Because we say three times Kodosh. Because on that level there is no Vav. It's still beyond the Vav. As we we're soon going to see what this all means, but this is still a level beyond the vav. This is the secret. Definitely, the Jewish people, when they, they say kadosh down here, they, they, they do it in the same way like the angels say kadosh, kadosh up there. It says by them, they call one to the other, it says by the angels. So when Yidin down here, when the Jewish people down here in this world say Kadosh, 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 it rises from below upward. The supernal glory. We'll see soon what, what this all means. So what happens is, when we say Kadosh, we're taking the Vav, which we'll soon see what the Vav is, and we're causing the Vav to be elevated to a place way beyond the Vav, to a place called Kodesh, without a Vav. And what happens is, it's not just that we're, when we're saying the first Kadosh, if we would be referring just to the pure place called Kadosh, so why are we saying Kadosh? We should say Kodesh, without the Vav. We're saying Kadosh, why? Because already in the first Kadosh, what we're doing is we're elevating the Vav into this transcendental place where there is no Vav. We're inserting the Vav into, its, its, into this transcendental non-Vav dimension. When that happens... That place is called Kadosh with a Vav. Why? Not because 
the holiness is illuminating downward into the Vav, but rather because the Vav was subsumed in this Kadosh. See, the difference between the second Kodesh and the first, the second Kadosh and the first Kadosh is as follows. In the second Kadosh, we're dealing essentially with a level where there is no holiness. We're drawing holiness into that level. Like we say on Yom Tif, the difference between Shabbos and Yom Tif. Shabbos is essential holy. Automatically, Shabbos comes, Shabbos is a holy day. Yom Tif is not holy, it's a regular weekday. Mikra Kodesh, we sanctify it, we draw holiness into it. So the second level is a place that's not really holy. We're soon going to see it's very godly, but it's still not holy. The level of holiness means removed, undefined, without any definitions, without any um, um, specifications, beyond all personality, beyond all definition. Simple light that can't be defined, that's completely hidden, there's no way to grasp it. That's called Kaddosh. Kaddosh really means separated. So, the, 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 the first Kaddosh, so the second Kaddosh, we're talking about a place that's not holy, but we're drawing holiness into it. But in order to draw holiness into this place that's essentially not yet holy, we first need a, a rise to the place of holiness to draw and trigger the holiness to reveal itself. We have to cause and trigger the holiness to emanate, to shine forth. How do you trigger the holiness to emanate? So what you do is you take the lower levels and you elevate the lower levels to become nullified in the higher levels. In other words, what we're doing is we're picking up the Vav, that level that's called Vav, and we're elevating the Vav into holiness. And then what happens? It's called Kadosh. Not because the holiness went down, but because whatever was not holy was elevated into the holy. The Vav was, was brought into the Kadesh. The second Kadesh is we take that level and we draw it down into the place of the Vav. That's the difference between the two. And that's what he's saying over here. We're lifting up the heavens. The heavens are not called Kodesh. No matter how high the heavens are. How spiritual, they're not holy yet. We lift up the Vav, Raza the Shemayim Elah on the Elah above. Kivan the Inon Shemayim Estalkul the Elah. Once this Shemayim has been departed and went up, Noirahu Kodesh Bahu, so then the Kodesh shines into this level that has now been elevated to the highest place. So now now it's called already Kodesh, because the Vav was inserted into it. The Basar, and after that, So that supernal light that we just contacted in its removed, elevated space, now it's shining downward on its throne, the Iu Shamayim, which is Shamayim. So now that, that holiness is coming down to be in a place that's essentially not holy, but now that, and now the holiness is not in its place, the holiness descended to fill the Shamayim with holiness. 
But filling Shamayim with holiness, heaven with holiness, is not enough. The objective is to fill the earth with holiness. That's why we have to say the third time, Kadosh. So the difference, so really what happens over here is, the first Kadosh is upward. The last two Kadoshes are downward flow. In the first Kadosh, we're elevating. In the second two Kadoshes, we're downloading. It's only that in the first, second Kadosh, we download to the middle. And in the third Kadosh, we download all the way to the bottom. In the second Kadosh, we download into heaven. And the third Kadosh, we're downloading into earth. What's the first Kadosh? The first Kadosh is uploading, not downloading. That's what the Zohar is saying. Now the heavens return to their place. And it becomes now settled with that light. That's why the heavens are now called Kadosh with a vav. This is the second Kadosh. And then the light continues downward. Till it goes down to the level of the tzaddik. Till one tzaddik receives it. We're soon going to see Kabbalistically what this level is. That he takes this level. But why does he take it? Not for himself. Because he wants to sanctify the hay. He wants to sanctify Malchus. He wants to sanctify the earth. So he receives it. Oh, that's why it's not called Kedusha, the last level. It's not called Kedusha, the last level. The last level is called also Kadosh. L'chura, once we send down the light to permeate the, le- the hay, it should be called Kedusha. But we're really not yet dealing with the hay. We're still dealing with the Vav. Because we draw the, le- the, the Kadosh down from the middle. And when we bring it down, we bring it down to the place that's going to be Mashpiat to the hay. It's going to influence into the hay. It's not yet the hay. It's still the Vav. And that's why it's also Kadosh. That's why it's called Kadosh. This is the secret of everything. And one who really puts his energy into this, his desire into doing this, he's doing really well. The Zohar says. If you really get this, this, this practice down and you get this, this exercise down well, like you're in business, basically. Anyways, this is the situation. So last time what I did, I remember like 12 years ago, I taught the Zohar. Then I took the Arizal. And the see, Zohar is talking about level above. The Arizal comes and identifies the levels. Above is one level. And it identifies what these levels are. So you're basically getting an interpretation on Zohar with a more already, uh, more of a, you still, don't, you still have no idea what is going on. Then you learn Hasidus, and you see how Hasidus bases on the Arizal to explain the Zohar, and suddenly the whole thing illuminates and comes to life. It comes alive like an amazing life. And how it applies to your life, not just 
Kabbalistic words. So that is super, super special and super powerful. Yossi, you're in for three hours now because you just came right at the beginning. No running, no going, no coming. It's gatenished. Being that you walk by on camera, everybody even knows who it is. So if I yell, Yossi, sit down. We know. Unbelievable. So now that we did that, so now let me translate what the Arizal says very quickly, and then we'll learn what the Hasidah says. So the Arizal says like this, this transcendental place that we spoke about is the first Kadosh, without the Vav. That's Chachma. Chachma is Koach Ma, the power of Ma. In Chachma resides the Ein Sof, the Abishter himself, the Orin Sof resides in Chachma. Chachma has no identity, Chachma has no personality. Chachma is a clean window that allows the Ein Sof to shine. It's a recipient of the Ein Sof because Chachma has no opinion in the Ein Sof. Chachma has no, no, no definition. Chachma is just an empty keli to receive it as it is and to experience the MS that Einod Novado does nothing but God and Chachma doesn't add its own spin on it. Once you put it into Bina, you already get a certain, I'm, I'm getting a certain take on it already. It's a certain take, it's already giving it already some definition. So therefore, Chachma is called Kodesh, because you have no access to it, it's no definition. That's Chachma. But, what's our Avoido? We want to unlock God's light and bring him into the world. Why? Because Nesava Kodesh Baruch Hu Liyas Leidira B'Tachtayna, they just want to have a dwelling place in the world. So you want to bring that unknowable energy of Chachma downward. So how do you do it? So when we say Kadosh, the first Kadosh in Davening, what we're really doing is we're taking, we're going to soon see the beer of it, but we're taking Teferis, which Teferis is already as a Shaykhist of the world. Teferis is already the center of the Midos. Midos is already connected to creation. Midos are already Mida, Mida means measure. The Midos, there's an Eran pin, it's already defined, it's already, it's already godliness that's already shaykhist to the world. has already relationship to the world. And we're taking that alokus from Teferis, and we're, ri- and we're helping it rise where? Into Chacham. So we're causing this Eran pin, HaKadosh Baruch Hu, to rise into the Ein Sof. It's aliyah, the Aliyah of the Vav, Teferis is Vav. Because it's six, Teferis is the center, like the body, the torso, that all parts, all the limbs are connected, all the Midas are connected to Teferis. So when we lift, when we say the first Kaddish, we lift Teferis, which is not Kaddish, and we lift it into Kaddish, into Kodesh, without a Vav, into Chach. Once we've done that, then we can draw the, the Vav back down, but this time it's not the same vav like we sent up. This is already an enlightened vav. This is a vav that has already been swimming in the Orient Sov. This is the vav that has already been mavatal itself completely into something, into the Ain Sov potential. Stand, the vav went out of itself already. He was elevated into the Ain Sov. So now when you're bringing it down, it's already imbued with a whole new energy and therefore it's, that's the second Kadosh. You're bringing Kedusha into a place that essentially is not Kaddish. That level is called Shamayim, that we said before. Because Shamayim is Eish Umayim. And Teferes is a blend of Chesed and Gevura, which is Eish and Mayim. 
So Shemayim, you're bringing holiness into Shemayim. That's not enough. And in general, that means, in general, we're going to see soon in the Mimer, that means bringing the Orin Sof into Atsilus, into the world of emanation. It's not yet bringing a, a locus down into the world, into creation, but you're bringing it into the divine, the divine attributes that are a source of creation. You're bringing Orin Sof into that level. Then comes the next. And that's the most important one, the third Kaddish. The third Kaddish causes the Orin Sof that's in Teferes to go down further into Yesaid. Once it goes down into Yesaid, then Yesaid, is, Yesaid and Teferes are aligned with each other. They're both in the middle. Teferes is Yaakov and Yesaid is Yosef. Ela told us Yaakov, Yosef. The descendants of Yaakov is Yosef. And what's the whole point of Yosef? The Yosef who Hamashbir, Al-Kola Aretz. Yosef is the one that feeds the earth. Yosef, Yisoid, is Mashpiyat Malchus. And what's Malchus? Malchus is the mother of what? The Shechina, the mother of Bria, Yetzira, and Asiya, the physical world. So through the last Kaddish, by bringing it into Yisoid, since Yisoid is all about giving the Ashpah where? Ba'olam Azeh. Hagashmi. It's for that reason that that, that's where it's at. The third Kaddish. Bringing it down, Ba'aretz, into the earth. And that was the Hezbit of what we just learned in the Zohar. Now let's read it inside and understand exactly what this all means. Levar, Advarim, Apasik, V'nektashti, B'toich, B'nei Yisrael. Be'in, Yen, Gimel, Kittis, Malachim. There's three Kittis of Malachim. Kat, Achasemer, is Kaddish. One group says Kaddish. V'zeu, Inyan, Asrafim. The first group is Srafim. Because what's the first Indian of the first Kaddish? The Indian of the first Kaddish is to become elevated into the Ein Sof. The first Kaddish is not about drawing down anything. You're not downloading, you're uploading. What you're doing is, in the first Kaddish, is what the Serafim are doing. What are the Serafim doing? They're getting burnt in the Ebersh there. That's what happens. They, they get so excited about God, they go further and further and further until they pop they dissolve in the Ebershter. That's what happens. That's called Srafim. They're burning up in the Ebershter. So that's the first group, Kaddish. The Katachas, another group, Oymers, Kaddish, Kaddish. And then the other group say Kaddish, Kaddish, two times Kaddish. So to understand this, So we first need to preface what it says in Reim Mehemna, which is a portion of the Zohar Pashas Emma, which I just read. That's how the Gimel Lomadalif. On this pasuk of Enikdashti, so the Zohar says like this: Kodesh iustari lo koidesh. You see, koidesh without a vav. What's that? That's iustari lo. That's a holy side. Just explain that's chachma, because that's the beginning. That's the reishis chachma. It's the beginning. It's still touching the orange soif. So that's the first level. But then the Zohar says, why is it called kodesh? Luchura. This level is Kodesh. The first one should be Kodesh. So we learned, Kivan the Yisrael Kamakacha. Because when Yidin say Kedusha, Kosalki mitata le'ela, they cause an upward uploading. They cause an upward rising mitata from below le'ela above. Yikari Yilah, the Yikari Yilah, the supernal glory, which is, which is, which is Tefetis, is rising upward. Adi istalik vav, until the vav rises, Raza de Shemayim Iloin, 
which what's the what's the vav? The vav is the secret of the supernal heavens, which is in general it's all the six spheroids. More in particular, it's teferes. And where is it going? Leela. It's being elevated above. What's called leela above? It's being elevated into chachma. Kivan the inan shemayim is leela. Once these heavens have been elevated upward, no here ahu kadosh. So that unknowable level called kadosh, totally separated and holy, that doesn't have that's completely closed, is shining behu into the vav, or into them, into the vav which has six spheroids. That all six spheroids are now illuminated, primarily teferis, is illuminated with this light of chachma. That's very important. That's why it's called Le'ela, even that very high darga, which should have been called Kodesh, without a Vav, is now called Kodesh, because we inserted the Vav into the, into the Kodesh. The Vav got lost in the Kodesh, dissolved in the Kodesh. So now in Priyetzchayim, Shara Kriyashma, Perek Beis. So if you look in Priyetzchayim, so Priyetzchayim learned Zoyar, and then he explains the Zoyar Kabbalistically. When he talks about the Kedusha, which Kedusha? Of Yoytzer Oyer. V'zel HaShoyna. V'hine inyan Kadosh, what's the inyan of Kadosh? V'kitchila oyla soyt vav shal teferes. First the secret of vav of teferes rises. L'kabal ha'ara machachma. To receive a ray from chachma. Hanikra koidesh. Chachma is called koidesh without a vav. Venasa Kadosh, and then Teferes becomes Kadosh, because it's now, it's imbued with the light of Kadosh, but Teferes is above. And then that light goes down, Adha Teferes, back to the place of Teferes. See, this, in this level, it's Taka receiving the light of Kadosh, but it's not an identity onto its own. It's kind of lost in its source. Now it has to go back to its place and bring along with it that holiness. It's like a chassid when he goes to Mrebbe, when he's by his Rebbe and close to him, he could be very holy. But that's because he's included and absorbed in his Rebbe's holiness. It's like a Jew who goes to the Beis Amigdash, who's imbued in the Beis Amigdash's holiness. It's not his holiness. Now he, but now he takes what he absorbed into the Beis Amigdash and he brings it home back to Canarsi or wherever he lives. And he's coming back home with that holiness and living his life with that holiness. That's the second Kaddish. Downward. Ada Teferes, two Teferes. Venas Hashem Kaddish Beis. And over there it becomes a second Kaddish. Vizel Shama Bereya Mehemna. That's why it says Nereya Mehemna Shom. Veinun Shamayim. And these heavens, Taivin Leduchtayu, return to their place. See? The heavens now go back to their place. Now they were... They went up to somewhere much higher than the place of heaven. The Midas, the supernal attributes, went up to a place higher than the attributes. And over there, they were invited inward. But now they go back to their place. Then he explains, it continues further, and it expands into Yesoid. And it becomes the third Kaddish. He goes into Malchus, and Malchus is a hey. And it becomes Kedusha. Now you know the whole etymology of the word Kedusha. It's a whole work until it becomes Kedusha. Because Kedusha really is, think about it, Kedusha doesn't make any sense. Why Kedusha doesn't make any sense? Kedusha means 
that in a place that that hey, which is shechina, which is the opposite of kedusha, shechina means she's in, she's imbued in everything. What's kodesh? Kodesh means untouchable, undefinable, removed. Shechina means that the Ebrister is shaykhin and muslabish bitachtainim. In a sense, getting himself involved. If you listen to my shir this week, really a must listen to. This is a must listen to the shir. Ah, it's going to go by like minutes. It's 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 it's, it's the, the the stuff that you like. The coolest, the coolest gemar. It's unbelievable. And any for kutelevi yitzchak stuff. It's good stuff. In any case, so over there, talk about the shechina gets dirty with blood, splattered blood. Her clothing is all splattered with blood from from her from the avoid of birurim that she does right before Mashiach comes. Zevach loy bebatzra, whatever is that? What's happening in Amish in the world now? It's an unbelievable thing. In any case, so how, how does he remain holy? And the answer is that's the secret of a Jew. A Jew is supposed to be involved in the world, and yet while he's involved in the world, bring holiness. Eat, but be holy while you're eating. Sleep, be holy when you're sleeping. Be holy while you're engaged. That's the whole secret of Kedusha. You're going into the hay. The hay is not Kodesh, but you're bringing the Kodesh into the hay. But in order to do that, there's a whole, a whole procedure. Atkan Devarav. Tul here is the words of, of the Eitzchai. So we have Zoyar. Now we have a little bit more to work with because we have already Dargis. We know which spheroids, we know what attributes we're talking about. Now comes the Alter Rebbe and it gives you the, the fleshing it out. What does it mean in your life? That the, the, the Tiferes goes up in the Chachman and the Chachman comes down back into the Tiferes and the Tiferes comes back down into Yesoid. Finally it goes into Malchus. The Kach Kosev, and so he also says, Bishar Chazares Amida. When the Arizal in Priyat Chayim, when he talks about in the portal of repetition of Shemayin Esrei, why by the repetition of Shemayin Esrei? Because by the repetition of Shemayin Esrei, we say again, Kaddish, Kaddish, Kaddish. We say it by Kriya Shema, before Shema, and then we say it again. So there he explains it again, Reish Peri Gimel. This that it says in Reish Then this light descends. Ah, the notal kulachat tzadikilah till one supernal tzadik takes it. Darge yakira this this high level lekachakula letata to sanctify everything below. And that's that's the idea that we said earlier. Once it's once Yosef has it, you know we're in business. Once Yosef has the light, you know that he's not going to keep it. He's already going to transmit it. Like it says in the Pasuk, Yosef who Amashbir, he's already bringing light down. He's going to change Mitzrayim, he's already going to make, make Freilach. Yeah. Bir Inyan. And the explanation of the matter is, that's why you see talk about Yosef, that Yosef Dafk is the one that goes down to Mitzrayim. Till then the Yidin, the Shvatim lived above the world. He didn't really enter the world. Yosef Dafka, because he's the one who has to transmit it into Malchus, goes down to Mitzrayim. And the same exact thing repeats itself in the end of days before Mashiach comes. You have the five, the, 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 the five tzaddikim, seven tzaddikim with the Baal Shem Tov, the Alter Rebbe, they're all teaching Hasidus. We're in a shtetl in Lubavitch in Russia. Shine. It's all above the world. It's a world, but it's not. Friedrich Rebbe, he makes the journey and comes to the shores of America. Why? Because his name is Yosef. And he's the sixth. And he's, gra- he's taking all that holiness and he's already bringing it down 
Malchus down into this world. Then he gives it to the Rebbe, and the Rebbe makes already Freilach, the ganze Welt, the whole world becomes holy. That's already because, but it has to go, once it's in Yosef's hands, we're already, we're already ready to, to be Mamshech the Kedusha all the way down, Latata, Latata, down here in the world. The explanation of the matter is in Yuvan Bahagda Mashakasa Beitzchayim. Will be understood by first prefacing what it says in Eitzchayim. So, first you have to understand why do you need at the beginning? Why can't Chachma just deliver, deliver the holiness down to Teferis? Why does Teferis have to first go up to Chachma? And only when Teferis goes up to Chachma can Chachma then deliver the light into Teferis and the Teferis can take it back down with it. It's felt nice. That Teferis. What's the Indian? So it says in Eitz Chaim, till now we were learning pre-Eitz Chaim. Now we're going to learn Eitz Chaim a little bit. In Eitz Chaim it says, both from the same author, from the Arizal, but two different svar. The difference is that pre-Eitz Chaim is a sefer that's on the order of, of the year, of davening in the year. It's the order of tefillah, the order of your daily conduct. Then he has Shar HaShabbos, Shar HaShchodesh, Shar, Shar HaLulav, Shar Sukkis, each, 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 Shar Hanukkah, Purim, Rishchodesh. He gives you the, the, the year. Eitz Chaim is just a map of all of, say, the Rishdal Shalos. Eitz Chaim is the, the map, is the encyclopedia for Kabbalah. And, and Pre-Eitz Chaim is already the Kavanas that you're supposed to have in Davening and all that stuff. So in Eitz Chaim it says, Shalatzoyrech Yichud Ava. And when you want to cause a yichud of ava, what's ava? Abba ve'ima. When you want to cause a union between father and mother, between chachma and bina. Tzarech liyas hala asman b'mesiras nefesh. The only way you can cause a marriage between chachma and bina, a union between chachma and bina, requires mesiras nefesh. In order to bring chachma to transmit to bina, it's so chachma and bina in essence are so far from each other. That for Chachma and to be Mashpia in Tabina, especially this Pneumius, in a sense we say Chachma and Bina train re and the Loimus Barsha. Chachma and Bina never separate. Because if Chachma and Bina would separate for a split second, there could be no creation. Chachma is Ayin, is still nothing. Chachma may Ayin Timatse. Bina is the first definition of Yesh, of something. So if, if the Ayin would go away from the Yesh, what would happen? Since the yesh, the something, is deriving its entire existence from the nothing, so if the yesh, the yesh and the ayin, the ayin and the yesh separate, no world. So the chachmen bina trein and the loy misparshin. In a sense, they always have a yichud. There's never a moment. The zeir, the anpen and malchus are not always unified. They're able to be separate. Golos, there's no, there's no yichud between between Hakadosh Baruch Hu and Shechina, and yet the worlds exist. But between Chachma and Bina, they always have to be a Yichud. If Chas Hashem Matt, Kim Yet, that's the very Chitzainiyas Dega Hashpa. That's a very external Hashpa. When we're talking about over here a Yichud of Aven Iba, we mean a, a much, much deeper Hashpa. Not a Hashpa to keep the worlds alive, but a Hashpa to bring news into the world, to bring new light into the world. To bring something from outside into creation. Or in other words, to bring the Abishter himself into creation. Which is the light of Torah and Mitzvahs, which is the light of what the Jewish people are all about. Not just about keeping the creation going. It's about 
infusing with, with new oiras. So in order for that to happen, we need to reach the Eberster himself. We need to reach, because a Yichud of Chachmem Bino, what he's going to explain in a minute, is really means a Yichud of the Eberster with the worlds. God himself. Not the divine attributes, but God himself. What's an Eserusa de Letata? We know, we know there's a rule. Anything that's going to come from above we, is generally is required that we do something from below to trigger it. We have to do a serusa de latata. And when we do a serusa de latata and arousal from below, we cause a serusa de liel. What kind of possible disorders can reach the Abishter himself? When we're talking already with spheroid attributes, for example, if I want to be Ma'irer, midasa chesed. For example, I want that the Abishter should do a kindness to me. So what kind of an avoider should I do? Do a favor for a yid, that the Abishter will do a favor for you. In other words, stimulate kindness. By you doing kindness, you're stimulating kindness. By you doing, uh, you want the Abishter should do some kind of discipline, to discipline some enemy of yours, or some bad guy. So discipline yourself. And you're going to be ma'oyder gevura, and be ma'oyder the Abishter's gevura. For whatever is it. You want compassion? Be in each Indian. That's how you ma'oyder this particular Indian. But how about if it's not about being ma'oyder chesed or gevura or this, but you want the Abish that Alain's God Himself. So what can you do that resembles, that reaches Abish that Alain? God Himself. Nothing. Because on that level, who. We're working with we're, we're working with oirois bekelim with our oirois that are in kelim our our personality our and you're dealing with the abirster that's infinitely beyond all kelim so you, you need to do something similar what are you gonna do so there's one in mesiras nefesh when a yid is experiencing the, the total uh, you're going out of yourself to the point where you're you're becoming not in that not that's when you're ex- in a sense, because a Jew does have a spark of Abish there. But the real spark of Abish there, the real spark of God that you have, is not defined by your mind. It's not defined by your compassion. It's, not to, it's defined by your, your desire or your, or your, or your, or your, abil, your, your nullification of self to the complete level of, of the business. You go completely out of yourself to being not. Or you're, or you're yearning for God to the point that you're willing, you're ready to leave your body and be nullified to Him. It's not rational, it's not logic, it's not intellect, because it's not Caleb. It's the exposure of the real Pintaliyid that's inside of you. That is Mo'ir the Ebershter himself. So therefore it says, that in order to, to cause that first injection, daily, daily, we want every day an injection, an infusion of new infinite light into the entire system. There's energy flow in the system, but that's, that's static. You don't want the energy flow that's in the system. You want, you want from beyond the system. We want... Oh, in order to do that, so every day we, we want to infuse new light into the system from beyond the system. That means... From Chachma to Bina. 
Because Chachma doesn't really mean Chachma. Chachma means, Chachma is the window to everything that's beyond Chachma. All the way to who? To the Oren Tzayf Shalifnei HaTzimtzum, to the Ebrishter himself. And even beyond the Oren Tzayf, to Atzimus himself, God, God's essence himself. Oh, so how do you do that? So every day we have a moment of Mesiris Nefesh, and that's Shema. When a Yid says Kriya Shema, the first, the Kriya Shema of a Yid is Mesiris Nefesh. That Mesiris Nefesh of the Yid is Mo'orer, that Yichud. That's why the Arizal says that Bashma Yisrael is when there's a Yichud of Abba and Ima, Chachmebid. So now let's read it inside. And so just like it, just like it is in our own personal little lives, that when we're Moiser Nefesh, what we're really doing is, it's the idea of a Lecha Hashem Nafshi Esa. I'm lifting my Neshama up from my Metzius, and I'm dissolving my Neshama into your MS, into your truth. I don't exist. I'm now lost in the all-encompassing reality of you. I'm totally, I've, I've, I've become included, absorbed in, 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 in Ebrishter, in a Lukus. So just like it happens down here, the Yid is an image of the Ebrishter above. So when the Yid does it down here, the same thing happens to Teferis. The Ze'er Anpin is also like a person. And when the Yid down here has Mesiris Nefesh, the Ze'er Ampin, the energy of the Ze'er Ampin, which is also Oireis Pekelin, what happens? It too rises and it dissolves into the Oireis Seif. That's the meaning of the first Kodesh. That we're lifting the Vav into Chachma. Into Chachma's Bittel, Koyach the power of total Bittel. That's the upward rising. Because only then can we cause a new fusion of light. Once you have it already, once you captured it, what happens after the Yiddos Kriya Shema? It's Chmoisa Nefeshkin. Ebeshter, I'm yours. Now what? Well, Yid is not supposed to remain in this state of non-existence the whole day. But that the Ebeshter didn't have to send our Neshama down into this world. Oh, now that you've experienced the MS, the MS of the Lakos, the Ebeshter wants you to return back to become self-aware. And conscious of yourself, go back into your reality. But learn Torah and do mitzvahs and take that emes that you had for one moment, that Einoid Movadai, and channel it into all you're doing. First through Torah in your Shemayim, and then through mitzvahs into your Aretz. And that's the three Kaddishes. The first Kaddish is Aroif, and the other two Kaddish is drawing it down Torah and mitzvahs. Teferes and Malchus, or Teferes and Yesoid. She said, we'll give it to Malchus. Thus is the Nekuda of what we're learning. So let's see it inside. Well, let's say it again. So, in order to cause a yichud of Chachmen bin Atzarech Allah's man, we need to raise feminine waters. Feminine waters means everything we do as the female, as the world, as part of the world, to reach for Hashem, who's the male, Right? And we have to do that only with Mesiris Nefesh. The only thing that speaks to the Oren Saif and triggers it is Mesiris Nefesh, the Kriya Shema, which we do by the Shema. But when we want to cause lower Yechudim, this is a very high Yechud, but when we want to cause lower Yechudim, that means we want to intensify the energy to flow from HaKadosh Baruch into Malchus, for example, from Sphira to Sphira, 
then we that we don't need to do with we don't need to do with Mesiris Nefesh. Sagi, it is enough by Allah's man by raising feminine waters al in other words, Torah study, mitzvah observance can cause the energy to flow from sphira to sphira, from chamber to chamber, from world to world. There's gazillions of worlds. You can pass that life flow from level to level, from level to level. But the main thing is, it's all dependent on that one moment of Shema, when you did Shema appropriately. Then everything else that you're doing later. Through this, we're mamshech, and we cause a yichud, zun means zuchre venukva, which represents the six spheroids with malchus. And therefore, because Shema is so important, because without Shema, you don't have, you don't have the Oren Saif at all, without that bitl, without that mysterious nefesh, you're not at all capturing Oren Saif. You're not, so therefore, even someone who learns Torah, Yaiman Velayla, in, in Chazal, there is a type of there's a there is a in Halacha there is a certain uh, definition, a certain uh, state called Torasay Umnasay. Someone whose Torah is, a, is his profession. A person like that is basically putter from all mitzvahs, not from all mitzvahs. He's putter from tefillah. Sorry, a person whose Torasay Umnasay is exempt from davening. Rabbi Yehuda would only daven once every thirty days when he did Chazara. Otherwise, he wouldn't daven. Terasa and Nasa don't have to daven. But for Kriya Shema, they have to stop their learning and say the Shema. Why? Why is Kriya Shema so vital? Because the whole point of all the, whatever they're doing in Torah and Mitzvahs is they're causing Yehudim. So when he's learning Torah, he's causing Yehudim to happen on all the levels. But you need to have a little juice to flow that the Yehud should, that the Yehud should mean something. What are you passing from one to the other if there's no, there's no in, initial insertion of, of divinity, of the Yebishter? For that you need the Shema. So that moment of Shema that they said gave them that whole chayos and now they have what to pump from level to level, from world to world throughout the whole day. Even whose Torah is, is, is his profession, interrupts for this writing of the Shema. Also say, it's greater that some it's greater of someone who, who reads the Shema in its time. More than someone who's Isaac in Torah. What that means is the avoid of Mesiris Nefesh and the avoid of Dvekus is higher than the Limudatayrah. And even though in the Kuti Torah Parshas Bereshis, he's asking a kasha that Tzemach Tzedek. How can you say that mitzvahs don't impact Chachma and Bina? According to what we're saying now, mitzvah observance and Torah study is mainly only impacting the, to cause a yichud between who? Zuchra v'nukva, which is from Chesed and onwards. Chesed is Zuchra. Chesed through Yesoid is Zuchra, is male. And Nukva is Malchus. But but a chachman bina, you need kriyashima. Mitzvah doesn't touch. So he's asking Lakuti Torah from the Arizal. It says that the word mitzvah is really yutke vavke, because when you're doing a mitzvah, you're causing a flow of energy through all four levels. Why is mitzvah yutke vavke? Because mitzvah has a vav and a he, and then a mem and a tzaddik is really v- is yutke in the atbash. 
in the at-bash system, where the aleph switches with the tav, so the, the mem, the mem is, is, is a yud, because the mem is, the, is te, the tenth letter from the end, so it switches with the yud. And the um, tzaddik is the fifth letter from the end, and it switches with a hey. So yud ke mitzvah, when you say do a mitzvah, what you're really saying is do a yud ke vavke. So l'chayr, you're seeing that what? That the mitzvah observance includes and affects the yud ke as well. If mitzvah would only affect the vavke, the vav and the hey, which is the zuchra and the nukva, then, then why would mitzvah be called mitzvah? Which includes the yudke. So as the answer is asking, so the mitzvah shem havaya. Mitzvah is really shem havaya. mem tzadik. The two letters of mem tzadik, the mitzvah, and ba'at bash. They are in the at bash system. Yudke. Ta'ayinu shayadeh mitzvah goyrim gam yichud abba ve'ima. Which means that through a mitzvah we also cause a yichud, a unification of father and mother, which is chachman bina. Shehem yudke, which is yudke. How does it fit with what we're saying now in Eitz Chayim that only Mesiris Nefesh causes the yudke, but not a regular mitzvah? So the Rebbe says, the Tzemach Tzedek answers, it's very simple. Ach You see, heim oisius mechulefes. You see that if it's, so, if it's so obvious that when you're doing any mitzvah, you're touching on the yudke, then why isn't the mitzvah called Yudke Vavke? Why is the mitzvah called mitzvah? Once you're calling it mitzvah, means there is already that that, that Indian that you're affecting the Yudke is not so clear, it's not so visible. It's, it's camouflaged. Because if it wouldn't be camouflaged, it would be very direct and very obvious, then a mitzvah shouldn't be called mitzvah. A mitzvah should be called Yudke Vavke. The fact that it's called mitzvah, which means it's Taka Yudke, but it's Yudke exchanged. And whenever the rule is, whenever you're exchanging letters, you're weakening it tremendously. Every exchange of letters weakens the energy. So it's a simon that, yeah, a mitzvah taka, to some degree it's touching on the yutke, but it's really not causing a real zivug, a real yichud between yutke, it's not causing, only Kriya Shema does that. As he says now, they're exchanged. The mem tzaddik with the mem and the tzaddik. is to indicate she'ain's a gilui gomer. It's not a complete gilui of the yutke. K'moy vavke like the vavke. Shalbou beloy chalife asven. The vavke in the word mitzvah is very obvious and very direct. The mitzvah. But the main yichud of Abba and Ima she'em yutke mamish, which is yutke mamish, zehu animshach. The real, how do you really get Yud K kicking? How do you really get the Yud and the K to connect? That is through raising feminine waters, the Mesiris Nefesh Be'echod, of real Mesiris Nefesh in Echod. And this is the Indian of Kriyashima. The Ayyim Bepirish Ve'inyan Chalufe Asma. To appreciate how much the exchange of letters is already diluting it, to appreciate how deep the dilution is, well, take a look in Tanya, look in Bainanim, Seifeshel Bainim, Shari Yichud Vemuna, Perik Yud Beis, where he explains how once you exchange letters, it's already very far from the original. And that's the idea. So, what's the reason? Why is it that in order to be able to trigger, now he's going back to the Mimer. Why is it that in order to bring together the Yichud of Chachme and Bina, 
mitzvahs don't work, you need to have Mesiris Nefesh. Why is it? Tam, the other reason is, once the oil of the ain't sof, the oil and the amshacha, the light and the and the and the and the drawing from the ain't sof was already drawn down into the kalim. That means it's already in the bank account. Now you just need to draw the funds from the bank, but it's already in the account. It's already there. The imke kvar ba amshacha. It's like, you know, someone, you, you, you know, I mean, in the business, my business, you have to sometimes call people for a check. So it's a big avoid. You got to call the guy, you got to reach him, you got to go catch him in a good mood, you have to have the right words, you have to go, yeah, yeah, yeah. it's a big thing. Once he already made the pledge, it's already in the system. Okay, now you have to speak to the secretary, you have to write the check. You, you do different things. You, 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 you know, you bring a cupcake to the secretary, she'll get you the, the, the thing. First day, I don't know, whatever. You have to figure out what the secretary likes. But, but uh, you'll, you'll get it moving. It's much easier. When you have to get to the boss himself and to trigger that he should take an interest in your whole project, that's a whole different story. And that's the difference, he says. Once the oil has already entered into the flow of Atzilus, it's already flowing. Now you just have to pass it along. Mitzvahs can do it. Because when you're doing below this kind of an effect, you're actually pumping this energy. So it's moving from sphere to sphere, from attribute to attribute. Once it's already drawn into the world of Atsilos, into the world of emanation, lizun to zuchre venukva to the first levels, you just have to draw it further down from there. In other words, you have to just take it down lower into the world. This is what the whole yichud of zun is. Through this yichud. This causes neshamas to be born. From atzilus. To the world of bria. But it's already in atzilus. Perek Dalit and Hey, Lachain, therefore, Al Yedea Toyre, Vam Mitzvis, through Toyre Mitzvis, Gam Ken Yachoylam Laham Shacham Shachazu. We can be Mamshach, this Hamshacha, Maachashakvar Yashnin Lamshacha, Bekalim, the Zundatzilus. Because the Hamshacha is already in the Kalim, it's in the vessels of Zuchrenuk, of male and female of Atzilus. Al Kain, therefore, Al Yedea Toyre Mitzvis, Shehem Bechenas Kalim, and therefore, since it's already in Kalim, so when in the vessels, so when you do Torah Mitzvah, what's Torah Mitzvah? Torah Mitzvah is an energy that's in a vessel. For example, when you're learning Torah, you're learning a divine concept that's already enclosed in an idea. It's talking about the laws of Shabbos. It's talking about the laws of uh, inter, uh, you know, a uh, person borrowing something from someone, the Shemrim or the four, four, four guardians, whatever. So these are already, the Abishter is already enclosed in concepts and ideas by learning it or by doing a mitzvah, which is also already some defined element. So you're already Mamshach Doiris in Kalim. So you're Mamshach, you just, oh, the trick of Torah is not belittling Torah mitzvahs. This is if you're living a life of Torah and mitzvahs, learning Torah and doing mitzvahs, you're holding in your hands the key to the entire code where you're moving energy in the cosmos. No one in the world can do that but the Jew. He's got like the keys, he's got the instructions, he's got the manual, how the whole system works. And by him doing it, it causes the... It's incredible. But yet, 
The greatness of the Jew is way beyond that. He can actually reach the boss himself, not just the, the not just move the system. He can reach the boss himself and draw illicit new light that hasn't even been part of the system. That's through Kriya Shema. That's through Masiris Nefesh, as we're going to see soon. Shabikalim, there's only a stim to be drawn down in Briya Tsiranasi. The Gam now the Tzemach Tzedek says. Now, we know that when you learn Torah, Tzadich Li Gam came Bibchinas Bitla. Torah can't just be an exercise of intelligence. When you're saying an exercise of intelligence, means that it involves a person's presence of being, person's seichel, and an exchange of ideas, a development of ideas, because then it's not Torah. Because if a person doesn't sense that this is God's Torah, that he's learning the Eberstah's Torah, it's Chnish Torah, then it's just Chachma. The person has to always sense that he's learning the Eberstah's Torah, which is Bittl. So L'chayre and Limud Torah, you also have the idea of Bittl, which is the nullification to the nothingness, to, to the Eberstah. So it says, So you shouldn't create a space where the Ebershter isn't. Not to with a person's own ego to cause a blockage, a density of self that blocks the transmission. The Imloy can, Gam Torah Imloy. Chazal say that if a person doesn't learn Torah properly, then even Torah he doesn't have. Even though it's Torah with a bitl, it's still a keli. You're still, you're still yourself. You're yourself. That's bottle. You're humbled self. But you're still yourself. Ava mesiris nefesh. The real binyan of bittel is mesiris nefesh. You're, you're ascending and getting out of your keli completely. To draw the yichud of zuchre v'nukva, which is oirois and kelim, shuam shachas or shekfar malubish b'keli, which is drawing the light that's already enclosed in a keli. Mamshichin, you can draw that down. Aidei halos man through raising feminine waters, the esek atayr v'amitzvus of esek of tayr v'amitzvus. Shehein hein b'pchenaza v'nukva, which tayr v'amitzvus is from the zeiran pin and nukva, because mitzvus are in malchus. We all know the rule. Mitzvus are in malchus. Mitzvah Samelech and Torah is primarily in the Zeiran. Torah, right? So, 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 therefore, by learning Torah, doing mitzvahs, you're affecting the Zeiran and Malchus. But yet, the Rebbe says, even though Torah Mitzvah is basically already channeling the energy that's already within the system, and therefore you don't need so much, you need Bittel, but you don't need Mesiris Nefesh. Yet, he says, even in, even in regular Torah Mitzvah has to have a touch of Mesiris Nefesh. In addition to your Mesiris Nefesh by Shema, all day long there has to be a little Mesiris Nefesh. Because the Alter Rebbe says in Tanya, that how does a Jew overcome his Yetzirah? If you have laziness, you have apathy, you have indifference, or you have a desire to do something which is not according to the Torah. How do you, how do you conquer your Yetzirah? So the Alter Rebbe says in Tanya, by a Jew should always remember his willingness to give up his life of Kiddush Hashem. That his relationship with Hashem is so important to him, to him and to her, that I'm willing to die not to be severed from God. And by doing that, I will always push myself to do a mitzvah. I will give myself that extra charge. 
Even though I'm tired and I'm tired, I'm lazy to get my negelvasser. I can make myself all kinds of excuses. I can walk less than, eh, it's not such a major. I'll go to the sink, I'll wash. But, eh, I should really put negelvasser by the bed. Nah, so, you stay. so you say to yourself, Give out! I'm a Jew. I'm willing to die for God. And now this is something important to the Abishter that I should put negelvasser by my bed. So you know what? I'm overcoming this tiredness. I'm going to run and get the negelvasser. Not only am I going to get the negelvasser, but I'm not going to fill up the negelvasser from the bathroom sink. Because I don't want to wake up in the morning and the first thing touch water from the bathroom. I'm going to go all the way to the kitchen. I'm going to schlep myself in the kitchen, even though I'm exhausted. And it's after the Thursday night share. I'm so tired already. I did already. I was yoitz already. I'm just plopping into bed. No, I'm going to go to the kitchen. Get pure water. And from there put it. Why? Because I'm such a fanatic, I would die for God. I can't overcome this little laziness. That's what the Alter Rebbe says in Tanya. That, that, so you see that in order to do any mitzvah, what are you supposed to think about? Mesiris Nefesh. So you see that there's a little bit of Mesiris Nefesh juice. There's a little Mesiris Nefesh juice in every mitzvah. Like this you can overcome everything. It should always be etched in a person's heart, this Indian. Why? Because even though Torah and Mitzvah is moving the Oirais that are already in Kalim, yet we should always still connect to that quintessential point. Anyways, but still... In general, Taira Mitzvah is not an act of Mesiris Nefesh. Taira Mitzvah involves you living, you being you, but being a godly you. But you being you. Aval, here the Rebbe says, you hear what the Alter Rebbe says? Look inside. Aval over here, in order to cause the Yichud of Chachma and Bina, what does it mean? The Rebbe says, Chacham is not just another sphere. Chacham is not just another attribute. Oh, another attribute. Nah. Chacham, Shehu Hamshachas Or Chadash. This is already drawing down a new light. Mashaloy Nimshach Adayin Ba'akelem Da'atzilus. A new light that has not been in, inside the Kalem of Atzilus at all. Klaam. Kiem Shetzrichim Lo Oirer. We need to arouse. Ula Hamshach and to draw down. Or chadash, a new light, and a totally new flow, mamish ma'orin soif baruchu, literally, a complete new light from the orin soif. Abaruchu, ashezeu in yin yichud abba which this is the yichud of chachman bina, the ein apirish, because he says the meaning is not shascholes hamshacha ma'abba ve'ima levad. The hamshacha over here doesn't mean it's starting in chachma, it doesn't start in chachma. Ela ki abba ve'ima makablem mekeser. Chachma and Bina, Abba and Ima, father and mother, receive from Keser. The Keser Ma'atik. And Keser receives from Atik, from the ancient one. And the ancient one, Ad ain't Sof, until the ain't Sof himself, Amatzel Elion, the supernal emanator. Kuhu Levado Yezboi Koyach, because he is the only one who has Koyach, Lechadish Tomid, to to, 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 to make the, the, the real innovator is only the supernal, the very quintessential beginning, which is the Ebishter himself. Because he has no end. The emanations, they have an end, and therefore they can't really innovate anything new. If so, the Alter Rebbe is saying, if it's really a Hamshacha from the Ebishter, from God himself, why are we calling it a Yichud of Abba and Ima Chachmah Bina? 
Why are we attributing it to Chachma? It's referred to as the Yichud of Chachma Binam. Because when the light is still higher than Chachma Binam, when it's higher than Chachma, it is hidden and hidden and hidden. It is hidden from all hidden. And it is so concealed. And therefore, and the beginning of the revelation, it starts to emerge in a way that you can at least be conscious of it in Chachma. And from there it comes into Bina. That's why we attributed it as if it starts in Chachma. Because that's the beginning of where it can be sensed. There it can be felt. Beyond that, we know nothing about it. The Kumashakosov calls it a Priyatzhaim, Shara Krishma, Parakud Aleph, as stated in, in Priyatzhaim, Shara Krishma, Parakud Aleph, Mavur, Barichos Yosib, Kutitari Pashas Vayera, explained in those places that whenever we say a Yichud of Chachman Bina, it really means a Yichud of drawing down from the essence of the Abishter himself. From the depth I call you, I call you from the depth of Mareb Cheskia, Kad Atika. Which is attic, steam of the cold steam in the closed of all closed, wants to prepare blessings for the world. So everything gets included in this deep place, which I think is referring to Chachma. I didn't look up these sources. I can't tell you what it says there. But then he gives another reason. Another reason. Why is it called the Yichud of Chachmem Bina? Because when once the light arrives in Chachmem Bina, then it's actually coming down from an it's this it's this, it's connecting already into the indwelling state, into the mamale, as opposed to remaining in a level of sovev. How is this explanation different than the explanation that he just said before? That higher than Chachma, it's unknown to us, it's completely concealed. And only from Chachma can we begin to have an awareness of it, and therefore we start from Chachma. What is he saying now? Something similar. That until this um, um, on all the higher levels, it's still the level of Sovev. Once it comes from Chachma to Bina, it's transitioning from from Sovev to the Mamale. So it's becoming kind of a... Maybe, of course, the same thing. But I think what he means over here different is that now the main emphasis is that it's being inserted, it's beginning to come down into Kalim. So, okay, not sure. Well, what the main thing is... And therefore, in order to evoke and to draw down, literally from the Oyrin Tsaif, that requires that you get out completely from your Kalim. Through this powerful Mesiris Nefesh that Sadiqim have, for instance. That's how your Mamshech may ikri the Kula from the very, very quinty, very beginning of everything. Hamshacha Chadasha and Nu Hamshacha. The Imloy Kain, because if you don't get out of your Kalim, if you don't get out of yourself, you don't have the potency, the ability to be able to draw from the Ain Sof Mamish. And therefore, that's why we say tshuva is so powerful. By the way, why is tshuva so powerful? Because when a yid does tshuva, 
a deep, powerful, heart-wrenching tshuva, he suddenly breaks out of all of his kalim. The pintalayid comes out with all of its force to the point that Rabbi Lazar ben Derdaya couldn't handle it, then he died. And even though a person that does tshuva doesn't die, but he's pretty close to the intense moment that his heart is ready to explode. That's why he's weeping so uncontrollably. That is breaking out of kalim, and it's reaching oiris that are beyond kalim. That's the whole nekuda. Same idea is with Kriyashimah. So for that we have to be more feminine waters with Mesiris Nefesh. Through this one is more and he draws down from the essence of the Oyrin And he draws down a whole new Hamshacha. Through the medium of Abba Ve'ima, the union of Abba Ve'ima. So it's not the Yichud that's so important, it's what you're bringing through this Yichud. And this will be also understood from what is explained elsewhere. Now he's going to explain it through a different angle. In it says, that from Atsilos, that from the world of Atsilos, that it should come down to Bria, Yetzir, and Asiya. Even though the light, since Atsilus is still divine, and Bria, Yetzir, and Asiya, the three nether worlds, are already the realms of creation. So even though it's a tremendous quantum leap for the light to come down from Atsilus to Bria, it's still considered an evolving, an evolution. It's still considered an order of, of step by step. From the Ain Soif himself to Atzilus, who Shaloike say the Rishdalshalos. That is not at all in the order of Rishdalshalos. From the Oyrin Soif to come down into Atzilus, it doesn't, it can't evolve. Even a gazillion evolvement will never bring it down to Atzilus. So the only way it can move from Atzilus to what? To, uh, I'm sorry, not from Atzilus, from the Oyrin Soif to Atzilus is the light has to be completely hidden. That's the idea of a tzimtzum or makam ponui. And clear the space from, 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 from any light, as if there was never light, and get to a complete emptiness. And then you introduce something totally new. There can't even be a tiny trace from what was before. Because if there's a tiny trace from what was before, it would still be orange sof, and it wouldn't allow for atzilus. Because atzilus is already kalim, it's, it's definitions. So that, that's the real meaning of a quantum leap. A, a total metamorphosis. Because no one has any erech to you. The Ebeshter is chad and not at all in the cheshman. So since you have to cause something so deep and so high, so now in the person as well, by a person, there is also hishtalshalus. Just like above, there is this idea of the evolving energy flowing from level to level. And then there is what's beyond hishtalshalus. So by the person as well, it's also that way. In, 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 in a human being, from chachma and downward, it's called hishtalshalus. Why? Because once you have an epiphany, what's chachma? Chachma is the first epiphany. Once you have an epiphany in Chachma, then automatically it will evolve into Bina. You'll think about it and you'll start seeing all kinds of ramifications, details, 
and so forth. From there, it will, you'll start, if you're thinking about it deeply and you have the das, you have to apply a little more energy over here to really attach yourself to it. And then you'll start getting excited about it. It's inevitable. It's going to happen. You start getting excited about it. If you learn enough Hasidus, you'll start getting excited about God. It's inevitable about it. It's, it, it's going to happen to you. And then you start getting emotions. And then from emotions, it's inevitable. It's going to catch up with your behavior. You're going to start behaving a little better. That's called the shtalshalos. It's going to move from level to level. It's going to translate. And that's from chachma and downward. Seichel, he says, intellect, or midos, and emotions, machshava, dibra, maisa, thought, speech, and action. So when you're working from within your own seder shtalshalos, from your own evolving order, so you're, when you're drawing down from above, you're also drawing from seder shtalshalos, from what, from, what, from what works within this chain-like a continuum. A and an atzilus itself within the spheroids, and finally into But to draw down amshachas, a new light from the ain soif. which is above the entire system, above this entire progression. So here you're going to have to activate your mesiris nefesh. Shuhu benefesh gamkein. Mesiris nefesh is not part of your, 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 your energies, your regular uh, abilities. Uh, Mesiris nefesh is, because Mesiris nefesh is not, intellect, is not, is not based on reason. When, when a person is, is, is experiencing that drive of Mesiris nefesh, it's, it's, it's in a sense an insanity, it's a, it's a wildness. It's, it's basically you, you're, 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 you, 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 you peel away, you get past your entire system of, of, of self kind of it, um, steps away for a, mo- for a moment or whatever the duration is and the true essence of who you are at your core comes gushing forth. And that's not the evolving uh, uh, um, systematic flow of, 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 of um, controlled energy. It's like a burst of like... And the to complete totally beyond reason. And 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 explanation. And seichel compared to what's beyond chachma, who shaloi b'seder ishtalshlos. That's not already. That doesn't work in a war order of evolving energy. Like Ataka says, that chachma doesn't have anybody that it can trace itself to. Chachma can't say I identify with my. This is my father. This is chachma. Chachma is a new entity. Because Chachma from beyond Chachma is Me'ayin, it doesn't know its source. That means there is a complete disconnect from Chachma to what's beyond Chachma. And Chachma is therefore called a Metziah. That's also a hint to in the word Metziah. Me'ayin Timatzeh. Timatzeh means a Metziah, like you find a lost object. When you, usually every object you have, you know where you got it. Oh, I went to Akia and I bought this. I went to Target and I bought this in Walmart. Whatever, I, 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 I got this at, at uh, whatever, whatever place it is. But when you, besides, when you ask, where did you get this? Oh, I found this on the street. So where does it come from? I don't know. I don't have a source. It just ended up, it just suddenly appeared. I can't trace it. So Chachm is called the Metziah because it can't trace its origins. Because it doesn't, it's not, that's the idea, that beyond Chachm is completely outside. And what does that represent in the person? It means, it's not your ordinary consciousness. 
It's your Yechido Shebenefesh. Pinish Yechido Shebenefesh. It's your very Pintaliyid. Your very Yechido Shebenefesh. Which we don't know it. It's hidden. Our essential Jewishness, our essential true essence is hidden from us. But when, if it does appear, you, you experience it as a powerful Mesiris Nefesh Tigarotzen. A desire for God with Mesiris Nefesh. Through this, so Dafka through this, again, he's, he's showing how it has to align itself, how it has to be commensurate with what you want to draw down. When you want to bring down the Abishter himself, you have to also connect from a place that's beyond the order. You, from through that, you're and you, you draw down from beyond the Yishtalshalos. This is what it says in Priyat Chaim Shara Krishma Perikay. The Ruchin Vinafshin Shal Hatzadikim, that the level of Ruach and the level of Nefesh of Tzadikim, Heiman Umad Dezun, they are the masculine, the, the feminine waters. Man means Maya Nukvin, the feminine waters. Umayan Duchnin and masculine waters, the Zun of, of, of Zuchra Vinukvin. Which means that Tzadikim, through their Avoda, so their Nishama itself, their nefesh and their ruach becomes mayanukfin, elevating, elevating waters. Ah, but then it, it continues and it says, neshama linishama, vinishama, the two higher levels of neshama. The level that's neshama. Again, there's nefesh, ruach, neshama, and then there's a level called neshama linishama, which is what the Zohar refers to it. In, 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 in Kabbalah, the neshama linishama is divided into two levels, chai and yechida. It's called neshama linishama. The neshama to the neshama. So in that it's Chaim, it says like this, that the two lower levels, nefesh and ruach, that's the halasman that you use to raise feminine waters to zuchra v'nukva, to male and female above. To mayindu, to... But neshama and neshama l'neshama, that's already mayinukvin, um, that's a much higher feminine waters, and that reaches chachman bina. He says... That's the that's the feminine waters and the masculine waters for Abba and Ima for Chachmem Look in Shari Yehudim Periches. and now it makes sense. Because the level of Ruach and the level of Nefesh in a person, this is the human being that's very very organized and systemized and and uh, you know works within Kalim works within containers and vessels and what makes sense and the like. So since you're working with your level of Yenishama that's enclosed in Kaili, so you're therefore Mamshech Do'or that's enclosed in Kaili, Kanal. We have to be raising feminine waters from the level called Ma'otcha. Like in Shema we say, that's your nefesh and your ruach. Well, your heart. It's like a lot. It's filling, your love is filling your whole heart. But it's still containable in the heart. It's filling your whole soul, your whole being. But it's still filling your being. means overflow. It pops out of the keli. It's, it's just gushing outward. It's like when the cup is full by Kiddush, and it flows over. That's b'chol and that's your neshama linishama. That's why neshama linishama is called ermakif. It's not in a keli. It's 
it's pouring over like fizz flowing over on a on a on a, on a champagne on the outside. Here too, it's going all the way over, and that's bechoma oitcha. It's there, therefore it's limitless. Which primarily this is the yechida. This is the idea of neshama linishama. As it is known, it's higher than being the neshama for the kalim, it's the oil that's beyond the kalim. <laughs> All of this was to explain the first Kaddish. What does it mean that, we, that the first Kaddish is you're elevating to this Chachma place? This is what it means. It means you're coming to a place of Mesiris Nefesh. You're getting out of yourself. You're raising your energy out of the container. And what you're doing up there is you're raising the oirois that are in the spheroids, especially in Teferes, in the six emotions, and you're raising that energy to the place of Chachma that's beyond spheroids. That's the, that's the first Kaddish. The Piddish Mehemna, it's stated in Ayyem Mehemna, Shu Histalkus, Harvav, this is the Histalkus. This is the rising of the Vav, which is the Zeir Anpinavatzilus, Bechachma is being elevated into Chachma, Shenikra Kaidesh. The reason why it's called Kaidesh is because Chachma is completely transcendental. The Aliyazu at this elevation, Hainu Sheza Oila, that Zeir Anpin is rising, Bepchinasman. Here the Zeir Anpin is so high, but it, it, it is considered man, it's considered feminine waters. Because compared to Chachma, Zeir Anpin is also is considered, in a sense, female. Because it's receiving, it's, it's, it's a recipient from Chachma. And now it's rising up to her source, but in a manner of Mesiris Nefesh. Through this Yichud Abba Ve'ima. And through her Mesiris Nefesh, she will cause the Yichud of Chachma and Bina, which as we explained earlier, means not just Chachma and Bina, which means new light. Which this thing happens to our Mesiris Nefesh. And above it's also, it's the bitl, it's the nullification, and the hiskalalus, and the inclusion of the Ze'erampin, above. Because the Ze'erampin is exactly what it's called. Ze'erampin means a small face. And when the Ze'erampin realizes what it means, it gets out of its smallness. It loses itself in the in the in the ain sofish kite of the Abishta. So this is really cool because last week I taught the Maimer Simani Kachaisen. And I was debating this week if I should teach Pasha's Emor. Or if I should teach the explanation on the Maimer Simani Kachaisen. That was my debate this week. So I decided, you know, let's teach the explanation on the Maimer of Emmer that I taught 12 years ago. So while I'm learning over here, it says, look at the beer of Simani Kachaisim, which was the other Maimer I was considering to learn this week, the explanation on Simani Kachaisim. Behefrish, which over there he explained, Shabain Aliyah Sa'ilamais, between the Aliyah of worlds in general, Shabain Aliyah Zah, and the Aliyah of the Zairan, Bimibchenas Ibor, when it goes up to be in a state of impregnation, Bimeimai in its mother's womb, which means she goes up into Bina, which means she's going back into a state of like, it's like undoing her existence. And when she does that, she's drawing down totally new moichen, which is exactly what we're talking about new. Moichen de Godless means new revelations, new light that has never been part of Seder Ishtal Shalos. Ayin Shal. 
I didn't look over there, so I don't know what he says, but from what I'm learning over here, it may, it's, this seems to be saying what, what it stated over there. This causes this deep union of Chachma and Bino. Chachma is called Kodesh without a Vav. And therefore Chachma is still considered the same reason it's called Kodesh. Kodesh means it's removed. Muvdal. Rashi says on the word Kedoshim to Perushim, separated. It's undefinable. And because it's undefinable, it has no Yesh. It has no definable something. And therefore it's called Ayin, nothingness. Vahabina nikriyesh. Bina is already called something because when you have an idea in Bina, you can already explain it. You have already some definition. Vahayichud. And what's the yichud? It should be drawn and should come into being. Mayayin from the nothingness of Chachman, which is still the Orin Sov. Liyesh into the somethingness of Bina. This is considered a new light. It's not only drawing down in Chachma and Bina of Atzilus, but rather the root of this Samshacha, it's way above the world of Atzilus. Even in the world of Akudim, which is much higher, it should be drawn from Chachma and Bina in that world, and so on higher and higher. And this is what we mean when we say, Baruch Oimer V'Oiseh. Blessed is the one who says and he does. What does that mean? Amira hi b'chachma. Amira is in... Baruch means it should be drawn down. Oimer into chachma. Because Amira is in chachma. Va'asiyah b'bina. And Asiyah, Oise, is in bina. What's the shaykhs of Asiyah to bina and Amira? She'em lamed be'ez nesivois. These are the 32 pathways. V'shvilin and... and uh, also small little paths, that are, that draw from Chachma to Bina. Which we find that in the story of Bereshis, it says 32 times the name Elohim. In the story of creation. Why? Because creation is innovation from nothing to something. That means it has to come from Chachma to Bina. And we know how, how, does, the, how, does, from, how does Chachma give to Bina? Through 32 pathways of wisdom. That's why the 32 pathways. And from Chachma to Bina is an incredible tzimtzum. Because to take from nothingness and to define it as something, why do some people have a hard time explaining things? Because they have a hard time contracting. Sometimes it's because their ideas are so rich, they have so much light and they can't contract into definable things. So the, the art of, 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 of Chachma giving Tabina means you have to contract. That's why it's 32 pathways of Elohim. Elohim means, Elohim means contraction. That is the work of creation. And this is the idea of Baruch Oimer. Oimer is in Chachma and As. Oise is already Ibina. That's Maisei Bereshis. Bereshis is Chachma. What does it mean, Maisei Bereshis? Maisei Bereshis means the Bina, what Bereshis does. Reshis is Chachma. Reshis does Maisei, does action. By giving to Bina, that's already giving already the, the, the seeds of creation. It's creating already. The Bina is already the skeleton of, of creation. Bina is already definable existence. Vezau Kulam, that's what we say, Kulam Bechachma. Asisa. 
through Chachma, the Ebeshta Asisa, Asisa Bebina. The Asiya is in Bina. For whom Ipnei Shachachma Nikra Ayin. He's explaining why is, why is Bina only called Asiya? Because Asiya means you have already something concrete. And that for that very reason, the enclosement of the or, of the orin sof can't be in bina; can only be in chach. Because since the orin sof is not cannot be in a state of yesh, orin sof is exactly that ain sof. That's why bina that's already that's already rigid, bina that's already stiff. Bina that has already borders and boundaries can't facilitate Orein Saif. Because it's Orein Saif. Only through the medium of Chachma. Through the medium of Chachma, the Orein Saif can arrive even in Bina. But the first Tislapshus, the first Kaili has to be in somebody that's totally bottle. Totally ayin. Elechein, Tislapshus, Orein Saif, Ube Chachma, Davke, Davke, Chachma. Bepnei Shechachma, Ubechenaz Bittl. Because Chachma is Bittl. Kama Shekosa, Besefer Shabain, and Imperik Lamed, Hey, Beshema Magid, Nishma Se'ed. Like it says in Sifri Shambayin in, 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 in the name of the Magid. The Magid explains why Chochmah is the only recipient of the Ebeshter. Because the Magid says that Chochmah is Koyachma, the power of Bittl, and Chochmah has no problem being completely nothing. And that's, and Bina, Bina has a problem already doing that. And that's why Chochmah can receive all this unbelievable light. And over there in Tanya explains that Chachma, the only identity of Chachma is only one thing. You know what it's all about? Hahasaga Atzma. This very apprehension, Shemeseges, it understands Oitzim Habitl. Chachma appreciates the, 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 the intense Bitl, Ech the Kulakamekalach, how there's nothing, how all before him is not Mamish. Literally, the ain oid, and there's nothing else but him. The eich the leis machshava tvisabe, and how no one can grasp it. So chachma therefore is in total. There's nothing but al eibishter, and nothing can grasp him. So chachma has to be completely nothing. So it's in the state of nothingness. Klal alakach nikra chachma emes, and that's precisely where chachma is truth, because bina is already giving already its opinion on it. Bina is already bina is already giving a slant. Once it's giving a slant already, it's already, yeah, it's not truth anymore. Of course, Bina is truth, talking about the Abish's Bina. But still, you can't call it real Emes. The real Emes is the, it as it truly is, not it as someone has already defined it. Yeah. Bina is already taking a take on it. Bina is already, already giving already uh, an explanation. Nikrayesh. Bina is called something. As explained elsewhere between the difference between Moich and the Abba of, of Shabbos. Shabbos, it says, the Shabbos Kodesh is Bittal, is Chachma. And Moich and the Ema, which is Yamtif, is already, already, already more Ema. It's already Mother Dick. The Moich of Mother is already the beginning of Seder Ishtashlis. Me'ela li'ela from 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 cause to effect. Avo moichin da abba, but moichin da abba who mashal amayla masay the rishdalshlus. The moichin of chacham is still beyond the rishdalshlus because it's beyond any definition. Nothing, ha- it hasn't become anything yet. Tzeu shadafka yedei aliyah savav, and that's why dafka when the vav goes up, 
which is the Shamayim, the Zah, the Atzilus, when, when, when the Ze'er Anpin of Atzilus, which is already defined, because it's what? It has already spheroids, attributes, definitive attributes. But, it ha- but when it goes out of itself, it goes up, it rises beyond its definitions to appreciate, to experience a, 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 an experience of bittel that's higher than its level. But it rises to a higher level, which is that level of bittel and ayin. Dafka that causes this yichud of chachman. A new light from the Orient Seif should be drawn. And it should be come into being and draw and draw down from nothing to something. Now we'll also understand the idea of Now, this Avoida that happens in the spheroids of Atsilus is translated lower also into the Srafim. The Srafim, the Malachim, they're, they're a continuation of this Avoida. And these Malachim too, they burn up to a point of non-beingness. And that's why they're called the burnt ones. Serafim. They burn out of they burn out of their existence. And therefore they stand mimal above Loi. Loi is the is, is called him. That's a Kaddish Baruch. That's the six spheroids. That's the Zairampit. The Serafim stand above him because they're bottle. He Loi, Loi are the six spheroids when they're not bottle. When they can be called loy him, as opposed to, so when those, as explains it, and this is one group of malach who says kadosh pam achas. They say kadosh only once. What does that mean? They're one track minded. They're bittel. They're bittel. They're they're on the bittel track. They don't have any ability to do anything else but bittel, and that's why they keep on getting burnt up. This is the first Kaddish. That's what they say. Their avoid is to become absorbed, and to become nullified by experiencing this very idea of all before him is not. Below, this is called Mesiris Nefesh. Up there, it's called Serafim. Down here it's called Mesiris Nefesh. And therefore, they stand above him. Pidish loy. What does it mean, him? Simple, it says, higher than the Shekhinah. So the Baal how can it be higher than the Shekhinah? The Baal answers, since their desire is to bond and get lost in a place that's higher than their source, because they realize their source is limited, Shekhinah is limited. They want to get to the Kedusha, to the transcendence of God. Therefore, they stand above the Shekhinah. Here he's, here he's saying it even on, because Shekhinah is Shochem down. They're yearning to go to a place higher than Shekhinah. So, and the Balshemta says, in a place where a person's Machshav is, that's where he is. Since their thoughts are on a level higher than Shekhinah, because they want to dissolve in the Orient Saif, so they're higher than the Shekhinah, because that's where their desire is. So, but here he takes it even a higher level. Shechina is considered for sure already definitive. Because Shechina is the energy of God that, if, that it comes down, Malchus comes down to be part of the creation. But even HaKadosh Baruch Hu, which are the six Midas, they're called Loi. He's going to explain Loi Him. And why they're called Loi? Because the, the word Loi is Gematria 36. 
And the 36 is 6 times 6 is 36. So it's the 6 midas, each one um, encompassing all the other midas. 6 times 6 is 36. Gematria of the word Ele. Leia, who's the same letters as the word Ele, Leia, gave birth to six sons. Six times six is 36. When her six sons are his kalalos, one with the other, they're 36. That's Madrego. And why is it called Ele? The reason it's called Ele is because it's already something that's definable. You can point your finger, you can say Ele. When do you say Ele? These are. You can point to them. It's almost like Zeh, where you can point to. Ah, so we're dealing with something already that has what? Definition. Since the Srafim are yearning for the light that's undefined, so I'm the Mimal, they're standing above Loi to him. So he says, I'm the Mimal, Loi Pirish Loi. What is Loi called? Nikram Shachas Or, the drawing of the light, Shanim Shachukvar Bekelem, the light that was already drawn in vessels. It's the Vav of Kodesh. It already has a definition. Vigam, Vav, Pamim, Vav, is what I mentioned earlier. Six times six, Gematria Lamed Vav. is Gematria 36. In which we spoke about, we learned it in a Maimah just recently. Mi creates Ela. Mi is Bina, and it creates Ela. The Ela, Haina, Shisha, Midois. These are the six Midois. Kol Echot, Kol Meshisha. Each one is included six. Gematria Ela, which is Gematria Ela. But the Srafim, they're standing above the Loi. And they cause Gambatzilus. And when they yearn, and basically their yearning has to do with our yearning. When we say Kadesh, the Malachim get into the Srafim state. And they go and they go bangers, and which causes the spheroids of Atzilus to also realize how limited they are and also want to be lost in the Orient Saif. You see what's happening? And this is all causing an inclusion of everything back in the Orient Saif, which serves as feminine waters to draw to cause a download, which is gonna be the next stage. Um, the raising of the Vav, to the Kodesh without a Vav, that which is beyond the Vav. Similar to what is stated elsewhere, in the Pasuk it says, He made us, and we are to Him. We say it in Mizmah Lasoda every day, after Baruch Shehavar. Who asanu? He made us v'loya nachnu, and we are to him. But there's two ways we read the word v'lo. We can read this is the decree and the ksiv. We read it v'loya nachnu, and to him we are. But there's also the ksiv. The way it's written in the pasuk is with an aleph. V'loya nachnu, we are not. Who asanu? He made us v'loya nachnu, and we are not. So what's the difference if the v'loya is? And to him we are. Or when we are not. So this is the difference. Oh, so this is the difference. Loy with a vav is already low. It's to him. It's when the spheroids of Atsilos are in their place. And when they're in their place, they're functioning consistent with who they are. But they are, they are something. As opposed to when they go into a state of the low, they're not, which means they're going into the Aleph, they're going into the Chachma, they're getting lost in the Ain't Then they become bottled. The low, they're not. 
another example for that with the vav and the aleph. You exchange a vav and an aleph. And it represents these two levels. One of them is, the vav is when you have identity, and the aleph is when you don't have identity. We know that when we, and we pronounce God's unity in two ways every day by Shema. A very strong pronunciation of His unity and a lighter pronunciation of His unity. The strong pronunciation of the Ebershtah's unity is Shema Yisrael Hashem Alekeinu Hashem Echad. Echad is the strong pronunciation. Echad is no one but Him. What's a lesser pronunciation of God's unity? Baruch Shem Kavayid Machusa Blessed is the name of His glorious kingdom forever. So the Zohar refers to it as Yehud Tata, the lower unity. So, why is it unity? What does it have to do with unity? Blessed. It's a blessing to God. What does it do with unity? So it says, because in Baruch Shem Kavayid Machusa Olam Vod, you also have the word Echad. Where do you have the word Echad? In Baruch Shem Kavayid Machusa Olam Vod. There's no Echad there. But the answer is there is. Because the word Vaed, which is the last word of the sentence, exchanges with the word Echad. Echad and Vaed change. How does Echad and Vaed exchange? They work as follows. The Aleph changes with the Vav. The Aleph of Echad gets exchanged with the Vav. Why? Because they're both vowels. Aleph and Vav are both vowels. The Ches and the ayin exchange because they both come from the same family of letters. They're both guttural letters. They come from the throat. Ches and ayin. Ayin is really, we don't say a good ayin. Some of the Sephardim, they have a really good ayin. You can really hear the difference between an aleph and an ayin. So it's a guttural pronunciation. And then the dalad in Echad and the Dalet and Vod are also exchanged. Even though it's the same Dalet, it's not the same Dalet. Because in Echad, the Dalet is large. In Vod, it's a regular Dalet, maybe even small. So it's all three letters are changing. But take a look. What is, the Aleph is changing. The Aleph of Echad is changing with what? With the Vav. What is that telling you? that when the Vav is read as an Aleph, then it's, then it's Mamish Echad. There's Eberster, there's nothing but Eberster. You don't feel yourself at all. But when the Aleph of Echad lowers itself down and goes into Vav, then the Vav is already more of a something. It's, it's being drawn down. It's becoming a Vav. Like we're saying the whole time now, Loya Nachdu Tehim or Loi Nat. Bittel, complete bittel or not? As he says over here. And that's the difference, what we're saying, the whole, what we're learning the whole time. Is the Za'ir Anpin in its place, then it's more like a sphera, an attribute, something distinct, or is the Za'ir Anpin in a high, going up into Chachma, and then it's lost in the Aleph, and then it's nullified in the Orin Sov, and that's Mesir Snafish, that's the bittel. Exchanging of letters. Echod, you're changing it. Nimtsa mashe be echod ze obchines aleph. That which is in the echod is the aleph. 
Reisha the Asfin, which is the first of all letters, the Chalufi Asfin, when we exchange them, Zau Vav, that's the Vav, the Zau Bchinas Vo'ed, and that's the Vo'ed. Elechain, Bchinas Lemesiris Nefesh Be'echod, when you're doing Mesiris Nefesh Be'echod, Zamimal Vav, that's higher than the Vav, the Vo'ed. Because the Shema Yisrael Hashem Elekeinu Hashem Echad is a much higher level than Baruch Shem Kavod Machusilo Levad. Ki Vo'ed U Yechud Etatah, because Vo'ed is considered the lower Yechud. Where you have a self, you just recognize that without God, I wouldn't have achieved this. I wouldn't have accomplished it. So I'm nullified, I'm surrendered, but I still feel like I'm somebody. As opposed to... As opposed to people that, uh, as opposed to a level where you partially don't even know that you exist because Yehudi uh, there's only Eibush there. Ma'asha Enkein Echad Yehudi which is a much deeper unity. And what this will also understand what it says in Jerusalem Talmud Resh Perik Tes, the Brachas in the ninth chapter of Brachas, a beautiful thing. Of Yoshel Rakia Mahalich Tafkuf Shana. It talks about the size of the cosmos. So it says the thickness of the of of our seven rakiyim, the seven heavens. So the thickness of each heaven is a journey of five hundred years. At which pace, how fast are you moving? Speed of light? I don't know exactly. A journey of five hundred years. A journey of who? Who's 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 making that journey? You go slower or faster, depending on how many miles per hour you go. That's what you're going to get to in five hundred years. But whatever that means. Obviously, it means something very spiritual. Then it says, the feet of the... Then it goes higher. Above and above the, and above the seven heavens are the Chayos HaKodesh. The, uh, the, the, the supernal beasts. And the Gemara is really cool. Because the Gemara says, okay, so how big are the feet of these uh, beasts? Thank you. How are you supposed to know that? You're talking about above all seven heavens. Coolest thing. Like these guys, scientists, are trying to look still at down here, and they're already, the Chachamim are already talking about the, the, the Tal. So the Gemara goes ahead and tells you that the Tal Feyachai is that the, the ank, their, their bottom part of their feet, is a distance of 500 years plus 15 years. Not 500, 515 years. Why? Because it says in the Pasuk, Ragleya and their legs. Regel Yeshara, they have a straight leg. They don't allow, they're like human, human legs are parted, two legs. That's why when we davenshmon esrei, and we resemble the malachim, we put our feet together to be as one. The malachim have like one leg. Regel Yeshara, they stand in front of Hashem. Good. The word Yeshara is Gematria 515. Shin Reish is 500. Shin is 300, Reish is 200. And then a Yud and a He, so it's Yud K, higher. So the thickness of the heavens are only 500. But the thickness of the, um, the, the I mean, the, the, the width, the, 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 but the, the feet of the highest, they're uh, uh, 515. So what does this mean? What's the significance? So take a look what the, what the, what the Tzemach Tzedek explains. There ain't no movement that's not understood. Hold on. Which is the, the same minion as the word Yeshara. 
Ain't a movement that's not understood. Mao Inyan, what does it mean? Shah Regel, that the leg, Uchamish Esre Davka, Davka 15, Yoiser Ma'oive Yarakiyim, more than the, than the thickness of the Rakia. Vishabain Kol Rakia, and then in between each heaven is also 500 years. Shahako Mahalach Tafkov Shana, because the Gemara says that the size of each heaven is 500 years, and in between each one is 500 years. But, but suddenly, when you get to the feet, eh, it's not 500, it's 515. The Indian, and he explains like this. What's the idea of 500, Tafk? Kitak, which is 500, Shana nimshach mebchenas heimidais. Since the heavens come from the Eberster's midais, um, if you listen to my, my Monday class this week, the Parsha My Life class, I was talking about heaven and earth, and that heaven comes from from Ze'er Anpin, and earth comes from Malchus. That's what we discussed. That heaven comes from Ze'er Anpin, and earth comes from Malchus. We discussed it there, you can listen. In any case, since heaven comes from... So the Rakim, which are part of heaven, they come from the Ze'er Anpin. And what is the Ze'er Anpin? Midas. Now, how many midas are there? There are seven midas. Right? Chesed, Gevurit, Feres, Netzachoid, Yesoid, Malchus. Malchus is also included in the midas. Because Malchus, initially the woman, is part of the man. Then later she got severed. I spoke about this on Monday night too. But first it's seven midas. Fine. But, even though there are seven midas, really in truth... There's only five midas. Because the, the five midas from Chesed to Hod are original midas. Each one of them has its own character of its own. It has content of what it's all about. This is kindness, this is compassion, this is discipline. Each one has a certain character. The sixth midah, Yesoid, and Malchus, they don't have character of their own. The whole idea of Yesoit is to gather the energy of all the Midas and harmonize them and, and then transmit it to Malchus. And what's Malchus all about? Being a Kali to receive it all. A recipient. So Yesoit and Malchus are not original. They're, they're a, a, uh, a composite of all of it. it it's, a, it's a combination of them. So really the character, when you say the essential Midas are five Midas. Since the heavens are made up of the Midas, that's where they come from, the heavens. That's why their size is 500 years, because there are five Midas, and each Midas contributes 100 years into the heavens. That's what he explains. The Indian, Kitav, Kufshan, and Nimshach, Mepchenes, Hey Midas, from the Hafaiv, Midas, Shebeposach, Lacha Hashem, Hagdula, Vagvura, Vateferes, Vanetzach, Vahoid, these are the five Midas. To you, Hashem, is greatness, might, um, beauty, uh, um, per, uh, 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 victory, and glory. These are the essence of the Midas. Which isn't the case of the sixth Midas. Which is hinted to in the next words of the Pasuk. Everything that's in heaven and earth 
Why doesn't it have a name? It's called everything, because that's what it is. It's, it's a combination of everything, and its whole idea is Bashamayim Uba Oretz. It's here to connect Shamayim, which are the Midois, Oretz to Malchus. That's what the whole of Yesoid is. It's key kol. It's here to be a kol, his scholarless, to take the midos from Shamayim and bring it down to Oretz. It's Ashba of the five jet essential midos. The Shemayim, however, they are fire and water. The Shemayim is drawn from the supernal Midois. And how many Midois are there? Not just fire and water, there's also the five of them. Not just Chesed and Gevura. Each Rakia, each Shemayim is 500 years. Kefi Hamidois Ha'atzmiyim, according to the essential Midois, Shemayim Chutzvu, which from them they were excavated. But the Malachim, what's the whole point of the Malachim? What did we say earlier? They're burning up. They don't want to be part of the Midas. They don't want to be defined. These are the Malachim that are Srafim Oimdim. They stand higher than the Loi. The Loi is the six times six, which are the Midas. They, they transcend it. They're going deep. So they're going past the five Midas. They're going past the six Midas, whatever. They're going higher. That's why, what do they reach? When you go higher, you're reaching the Orin Saif. Where is the Orin Saif captured? In Chachma and in Bina. How much is Chachma and Bina? Chachma and Bina is hinted to. Chachma is hinted to in the Yud. And Bina is hinted to in the Hay. So these Malachim, they, they tap into the Yud, the yud K. So that's why, what's their size of their legs? 500, but not just 500. 515. The 15, let's understand something. The 15 that are, that are additional to the 500 is infinitely higher than the 500. The 500 is a level of the five spheroids. The 15 is Yud K, that's the Ein Sof. 550. They stand above them. Their Indian is to draw down the earth from the Yichud of Chachma and Bina. Which is higher than the Midas. Because in the which is far, far higher than the Midas. That's why it says their feet is Regal Yeshara. Yeshara is Gematria 515. Which is 15 more than 500. They draw from the Yud K into the Midois. Shem Pchenes Tavkuf, which are the 500. Shana Shaleyos, Mekoyris, Chachos, Me'ayin Le'esh, Hume Pchenes Yud K. Because in order to get to the source of the renewal of everything from nothing to something, that's to get to the Yud K. And from there, Kamosh HaKosav, Ki Bekar Hashem, through the Yud K, Surah Lamim is the power of the worlds. Valderech Zayuvin. Oh, so that's the idea of the 15. Now where else do we find these 15? And not only the Malachim have to get them. It's not cool. It's not cool that the Malachim have the regal Yeshara. They have the feet that they can transcend it and they go well because they have their angel feet. But we don't have those angel feet. So how do we go there? So right after we get to Hashem Elokechem Emes. And what did we just do when we said Hashem Elokechem Emes? During Krishna, what did we do? We also had Mesiris Nefesh. 
That's the Shema. So we can also access the Yud And that's why, you know what we do? Right after we finish Emes, we say, I missed one. <laughs> it's 15 vavs. So the, these are the 15 vavs. That's the, ham, that's the hamshacha from the yutke into the, into the vav, into the midas. It's 15 of them. And that's what he's saying. The 15 vavin, that's an emes v'yatsev. And where else do we have tezvav? There's 15 shir hamalos. The Shir Hamalois is also 15, because they're all with that same intention to draw from the 15 transcendental Yudke, which is really from the Orin Sof that comes through the Yudke into the 500, into the rest. And that's what, yeah, that's the Shir Hamalois. That's in the stuff. Now, um, by the way, where else do we find this idea? Who else tried to do this? Moshe Rabbeinu, when he, when he davened to go into Eretz Yisrael, he davened 515 prayers. It's gematria ve'eschanon. Because Moshe Rabbeinu wanted to break what? He wanted to break the, the status quo. The rule was he can't go in. He wanted to be mam shechanu or. So he kept on davening, 515. You know what happened when he got to 515? I told him not another word, be quiet. Because had Moshe Rabbeinu been able to daven one more, he would have achieved it. But he got just to that. He capped out right at that point. And the Abraham didn't let him pass that point. The Indian of Kaddish of Beis. And the Indian of the Kaddish of Beis. That's the first Kaddish. Okay, so now we did the first Kaddish. Now we got to figure out what's the second Kaddish. The second Kaddish is downloading. The first Kaddish was uploading. Uploading ourselves out of ourselves. That's the idea. We upload ourselves out of our vessels, out of our identity, to nullify ourselves, to recognize that there is infinitely greater than us and that we should be. And, and in that reality, we don't even exist. We're so nothing. And then from that perspective, we re-download ourselves back into ourselves. But with a whole new idea of, that's the second Kaddish. And what's the second Kaddish? The Pirish Bidei Mehem that explains the Mehem and it'll do Bas And after that light is shining, it 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 then shines Al Kursai on its throne. What does that mean? The Iushamayim, which is heaven, it goes back down to the Midas that are called heaven. The Inan Shamayim and these heavens Taivin Lidhtayu return to their place. Now first it shines into the Midas when the Midas are up there. That's the first thing. And then, now the heavens go back down to their place. And they settle down with that light. And then it's called Kodosh. After that it's drawn from Chachma and Bina. Liza Eran Pintu de Zah Fu Inyan, and this is the idea. What does this mean? Shetiferes the Ema. Now, in Kabbalistic terminology, this means what's this Hamshacha from Chachma and Bina down to the Zairampin? It means that the that the Zairampin is going to get a crown. It's going to get a much higher. What does a crown mean? 
Crown meaning is a transcendental energy, much higher than it had before. It's so infinite, it's, it can't even fit inside. It's Ein Sof. It's going to get a crown from where? From Ema, from, from, uh, from its mother, from Bina. That's the idea that the Ferris, the Ema, the Teferis element of Ema, Nasa Keser Lazal, becomes a Keser to the Zerah. Piddish. Shayadei Aliyah, and what's the explanation? Shayadei Aliyah Savav the Kodesh. When the Vav of Kodesh ascends, Bekoidesh, in the Kodesh, without the Vav, Shahu Lamato Mepchenas, Shahu Lamato, which down here, how does it happen? Mepchenas Alozman, that that happens from our raising of feminine waters. Bimesiris Nefesh, that when a Yitz says Kriya Shema with Mesiris Nefesh, he activates this Inyan, which this causes this Yichud of Abba Vimah, like we mentioned earlier, and then it becomes afterwards, Leos Teferes Teimah, that the Teferes Teimah, Keser Lezah, that means a Hashpa from Bina, Chachma gives to Bina, and then from Bina it shines it down to Malchus, not to Malchus, to Zeyran. That's the second Kodesh. From Shachazu, and how do, how do you activate this downloading? The first thing is accomplished through Kriya Shema. Mesiris Nefesh. How do you activate this? Now, through Torah study, you cause this download. Ayin be'etzchayim sharchav be'ez perigimel. Look in etzchayim. The nishmas ha'keser deza. The soul of keser of the Zeir Anpin. Whom it teferes the Abba. No, it's even though it's teferes the Emo, we said it's the teferes of the mother, but the neshama of it is teferes of Abba, teferes of Chach. Um, why does he bring that? What, what does he want to explain with that? Maybe, oh, maybe because what is he saying? Since the pnimius of it is really coming from Chachma, so what it really means it's not a, it's not a new thing. It's the very hamshacha that happened earlier from Chachma to Bina. The panemius of it is from Chachma. Teferis of Chachma Give, gives to the Ferris of Ema. And from there it goes down to the Zeyranpa. So this is the idea of, 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 of what we said earlier. Through the Yichud of Chachma and Bina, now it goes down. Through this Yichud, is the Kesser comes up. Being on her own can't give it. It's after she receives from Chachma, which really means Orin Soif, she can pass it down. And the explanation of the matter is as follows. The Ain Soif, like his name, so he truly is. He has no beginning. And he has no end. And all the worlds were emanated the Nivru, and they were created in one thought. All worlds from the Ein Sof, all worlds were created with one tiny little flash of a thought. And this is the idea. That God scans all of history in one split second of a thought. From the beginning of time until the end of all of history and all of time. Because it's all one thought. And therefore, since all the sum totality of all of existence, including all the spiritual worlds and everything that happens to everybody, 
It's all just one, one thought. So for Hashem to contract himself into that thought and to think it, why would he? Is, is a big deal. Meaning it's, it, it, it takes tremendous um, self-restraint on God to, 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 to consider this one thought. It's a powerful contraction. That the Abish should contract himself, so to speak, into this one thought. Now, in the beginning of creation, there was no one to stimulate it. The Abish did this on his own. Because the Abish desires kindness. He says he desires kindness, he did it on his own. Meaning, out of his own volition, there was nobody to stimulate it. But now Now we need to do something from below. To raise feminine waters. We need to create by God this desire to want to quetch himself in into this one thought, to want to emanate this one thought. That the Ebishter should want to contract himself to enliven the worlds. Zayrampin is really where the worlds begin. Because Zayrampin are the six or seven emotions. And that's the seven days of the week or the six directions, time and space. It's all beginning as Zayrampin. And that's what we see. That, 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 that's a very tremendous lowering. That's, that means that means that even after the oil is already in Bina, for it to go down to Zayrampin, which is actually coming into worlds. Is, is, is a great, great, great descent. So we need to do something, and that's this Hamshacha, that Bina sends down the Teferis, the Ema, to go down to be the crown. To Zah. What's the crown? Crown always means desire. That the Abishah should have a Ratzon, he should have a desire to think that thought. E- evoking that desire. Shakeser Heine Ratzon, which is the will. For Hamshachas, Haratzon, they should be a, a Hamshacha of desire. That the Abisha should want the Zeir Anpin of Atsilos. Because in truth, even Atsilos, which is so vast and so unbelievable, that too is a tremendous contraction by him. Why? Because Atsilos is from the words and he emanated from the spirit of Moshe. And he gave it to the Zakanim. So when we think about it, let's take Moshe Rabbeinu and let's take the Zakanim. The elders got prophecy. Remember when, they, when, when, when Moshe complained to God that I can't handle the people myself. And God said, I'm going to give you assistance. I'm going to give you 70 elders. And you're going to shine from your prophecy onto them and then they will take care of the people. Help you. So that's what he did. So now when they got prophecy, we could imagine that they had an incredible upgrade. These were, these were I mean, they, were, they must have been great people, but for them to become channels of divine energy, oh, wow. So this like upgraded them unbelievably. So to them it was like, rev- and until then when they looked at Moshe Rabbeinu, did they really appreciate Moshe? No, but when they got this, this little bit of ray, they had a little bit of a something of Moshe. Wow, this is like... Moshe Rabbeinu is the source and they're just a tiny little ray of that that they're receiving it but to Moshe Rabbeinu to them it's wow but to Moshe Rabbeinu from his perspective looking at what their tiny bit that they're getting 
Is that something? It's a little crumb. Because it's just a, a, a tiny emanation from it. So for, for what to them is revelation, to Moshe it's contraction. So that's what he's saying regarding the whole world of Atzilus. To us, it's like illumination, because before Atzilus, we know nothing about God. And through Atzilus, we know that the there is kind, he's compassionate, he's wisdom. So he's giving us some kind of a revelation. But to the Abishter, it's Adarabha. It's, it's not revelation, it's concealment. Because who he is and what he truly is, the Oren Saif, that's the real light. But that he can't share, because no one, so he has to contract himself and make believe he's human. That's a tremendous, tremendous limiting, self-imposed limitation on God. So what to us is light is to him darkness. And that's why he has to really be inspired to lower himself down into this thought. And how do we stimulate that through Torah study as we're going to see? On the one hand, you say, Atzilus means a ray and a revelation of Hashem. But the eight salamakablim to the recipient, Nikrib Khenas Atzilus, so then Atzilus is called Giloy Minahelim. It's called a revelation from the concealed. Because why? Shahu Yizbarach Ainay Musak, because God is not at all Musak, is not apprehensible. Fuanelam and he is concealed, Tamira the cold Tamira, and he's hidden beyond all kinds of he's hidden of all hidden. Atzilus is what is drawn to be revealed. But, by the, but, but looking at it from God's perspective, from His side, it's the opposite. I'm in front of Him, He is not concealed from Himself, so He knows who He is. And in order for Him to emanate something that we should appreciate, which is Atzilus, which is revelation to the recipients, that takes requires an unbelievable contraction. This Atzilus is called concealment to him. The main light remains concealed in him. And it's not revealed at all in Atzilus. What us, it's called revelation. By Hashem, it's called concealment. As the Zoyer says, the Zoyer puts it very strongly. The Keser Elyon, even beyond Atzilus. Keser Elyon, the supernal crown, which is like the, the most blinding, which to us actually it's called darkness, but it's the source of Atzilus. Even though it's such a brilliant light, it's considered darkness. In front of the cause of all causes. What Keser is like the, wow, to him it's dark because he's preparing for Atzilus with the lights of Keser. It's a tremendous contraction. The lights and the revelations of Keser, is considered darkness and, 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 and concealed. That is known that Keser nikra Atzilus sheba Atzilus. Now, and we know that Keser is called Atzilus of Atzilus. So since even on Keser, which is Atzilus of Atzilus, we say that it's dark, how much more so, not Atzilus of Atzilus, but Bria Yetzira and Asiya of Atzilus, which is the world of Atzilus itself, that for sure is considered dark. 
this to the Esosphere, is called Atzilos, which means revelation, the Giloi, by the eight, see the spheres of Atzilos, they would they, they give everything that they should experience the lights of Kesser. To them, the lights of Kesser is unbelievable. Yeah, but to to the Abishter himself, in a sense, I don't want to say the words. It's like pathetic that light. It's dark. Mitama now from because of the reason we said before. Since this revelation is through concealment, Ikra or the main light. And he gives another idea for this. That the Abishta contracted his Shechina. When they want to use the fact, they explain the idea that God reveals himself in the Beis Amigdash. They said that the Abishta contracted his light between the two poles of the Aron. What does this mean? He contracted his light between the two poles of the Aron. Hashem is everywhere. Where is he not? There's no place devoid of him. And his glory fills everywhere. Heaven and earth I fill, God says. So Piddish HaMagid, it's nice that in this Maimer we had two times Piddish HaMagid. Two times a Piddish of the Mizritch HaMagid. And the Magid explained, in the whole world, even though the Ebeshter fills everywhere, he's concealed. Ma'olam from the world, shalachein nekrestima the kolstima. That's why he's called concealed. God is everywhere, but no one when not when we don't connect to him, we don't see him. Rakbein badeya orin between the two poles of the orin, over there he revealed himself. Hoya oira yisbarach mizgale bepchenas giloy. Over there when you the kain gadol went in there or whatever, over there it was revealed. Achzeh giloy gufa, but this revelation itself is called simtsum. Who bepchenas simtsum etzlo yisbarach is a contraction to him. Because he is concealed of all concealments. He can't reveal. That's why every level of revelation. A little example for this. Just like a teacher. You have a teacher who's now thinking very deeply into a concept. They're thinking very deeply. And, and they put all their mental energy, their entire intelligence, and their entire thought process is completely consumed. There's no room to think anything else. They're deeply, deeply, deeply contemplating this, this idea. And while the teacher is deeply, deeply engrossed in this depth of thought, the teacher actually says a couple of words. They're like, they're speak, talking to themselves. And they're saying, they're saying some kind of a phrase. If you would record that, and then show the teacher those few words that he said, those words are pathetic, compared to where he was. He said a few words just to like... Like is automatically is like identifying certain things with words, but to the students, they have no clue that hidden world of the teacher. To them, they can only dissect, they can only uh, work with those words, and they say, "Wow, the master said so and so," and they run around and they teach the whole country that the master said so and so. Now the master only said so and so, this tiny short little phrase, 
because he was deep in thought and something way, way deeper, and this was just a little like tail end of it that he said. But to the students, they don't know that. So they can only know, to them, this is revelation. That's the idea he's saying. The ray of in- intelligence that went out into the speech, who shiv is considered not to the bulk of the depth of this idea that's in his thought. But it wasn't revealed at all in speech. But to the student who is listening, to him the, te- the teacher's speech is by him revelation. And the thought of the teacher, that's by him concealed. By the teacher it's the opposite. Whatever he revealed, is concealed. Moving from all this, it's understood. Why we need to draw down Mitteferes the Ema from Teferes of Bina, Lias Keser Lazar, to be a Keser for Zeirampen, because the whole world is like that small little murmur that the teacher murmurs, or that whole world is just that one little thought. So you need to energy, you have to be a will for it. Kine Zahu Amidais Tatsilis, Zah is the Midais of Atsilis. Kishemiluboshim Ha'oiris Pekelim. The Zeirampin is really the place where the Oiris are really enclosed in vessels. Higher than the Zeirampin and Chachmabina, it's not considered so much vessels. Venikra Chagas, that's already considered Chagas. Chesed Gevurit Teferes. Shehem Chena Seder Hanagas Ha'olamos. That's already the order, the system of conducting the affairs of the world. This is a great contraction to God. He's not in any of these midas. That's why we need to draw to him a will. That the Abishta should desire this tzimtzum. Which is the revelation of the midas of Atzilus. Which in them is the, con- is the conducting of the, wor- of the affairs of the world. This is the idea of Keser of Zah. It's the Ratzin that we draw from Tveres de Ema. Ki Ema Nikra ain't soif. Because Ema, mother, is still considered ain't soif. Be'erech Ze'eranpin. Compared to Ze'eranpin, mother, Bina, is considered ain't soif. Even though Bina, <laughs> compared to Chachm, is considered Yesh. But compared to, to, to Feres, she's ain't soif. I am Beit Chaim Shachav Hey Drushei. The Gam. Another thing is she his galus atuk shu ain't soifu bebina. In bina actually there's a revelation of atik yomin which is in which is ain't sof is in bina. Vezel in yinakod. It's another reason why bina is considered ain't sof. Vezel in yinakodesh hasheni. This idea the second kodesh. So it's amazing. Earlier was a much greater kodesh. Over there we had to bring even from beyond atzilos into atzilos. That's even higher. And that can only be done through Mesiris Nefesh. But now, to draw down from one level to the next, here it's not considered a complete total yesh Take a look at his mashal. You'll see that the mashal is also not yesh Why is the mashal not? What was the mashal he gave? What was the analogy he gave? He gave a teacher who's deep, deep, deep in thought. And, and the teacher mumbles a couple of words those words that the teacher mumbled are specifically related to what he was thinking. You can't say that those words are, have a quantum, a complete yesh 
Why is he saying those words? He's saying those words because they're related to the subject. They're only a tiny infinitesimal piece of the subject, but there's still, there's still something of it. It's unlike the earlier difference between Ein Sof and Chachma. There's no connection. Chachma Chachma is not like a few words from a subject. Chachma has no idea of its source. The students have some inkling of what the teacher has been thinking through learning these words. They, 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 they know the subject only so insignificantly, but they still know something. They at least know that he was learning, he was thinking about Shabbos, or they know he was thinking about, uh, I don't know, whatever other, other mitzvah, or whatever other subject he was learning. They know something of it. That's why this leap is not such a great leap. So we don't need Mesir Nefesh for that. Limudat Torah can channel the light from, from beyond the worlds, from Bina into Teferis. And imagine all this, this is the cool thing. Imagine this is this transition that you said when you say Kaddish, Kaddish, Kaddish. We stand in the shul and we say Kaddish, Kaddish. <laughs> Next. You're going through all of this by Kaddish, Kaddish, Kaddish. It's really, it's really, it's really amazing. And this is already drawn through Eisekatayra, because Eisekatayra comes from Chachman Bina. Here you want to draw already, this is already energy of Chachman Bina. The Machachma Bina Nafkes, it comes from Chachman Bina, and emerges from Chachman Bina. Ach, but that's only after you had Mesiris Nefesh by Davening. Ach, Allah Echad, after you did Allah Osman of the first Kadosh, the Mesiris Nefesh by Echad, to have Mesiris Nefesh in Echad. Through this, you amamshik the yichud of Abba and Ima, Sham Shachis or Chadash, which is the drawing of the new light, Ma'amatzala Elyon from the from the from the supernal emanator. Afterwards, Kadash Abbeis, second Kadash, who mashanim shach Ma'abba the Ima from Abba and Ima is drawn. Hakeser Lazar the Keser to the Iran pin Kenisklia Upirish. Now the explanation of what it says in Zohar. Now the Reya Mehemna refers to, the Zohar refers to this Hamshacha that it is shining on the throne. The Iu Shamayim, which is heaven. Why is heaven called the throne? It says the heavens are my seat. Since Hashem refers to the heavens as my seat, so you see it's already called the, the throne. Shashamayim hua Torah. That the Shamayim is Torah. Kemoishen eslapsha bemidois chesed gevura. Shamayim is Torah. There's two levels in Torah. This Torah as Torah is, Torah is pure chachmem bina. And when Torah is, is, is pure chachmem bina, it's higher than the heavens. It's above the heavens. But when Torah lowers itself down, the Chachman Bina becomes, goes down into the Midas, that's what we're talking about over here, the Imam Shachman then Torah is called Shamayim. The Midas Chesim, in order for the Torah to lower itself down from Chachman Bina into Shamayim, Shatorah Kodma, really the Torah is much higher. The Torah precedes the world, Alpayim Shana Olam. it's, Precedes the world 2,000 years and now it's going to become part of the Olam because Olam are the Midas, are the six Midas, the six directions. 
The 2,000 years that the Torah precedes the world are the Aleph Chachachma, related to Chachma and Bina. I will teach you Chachma, I will teach you Bina, which is transcendent. They're higher than the world. And they're higher than heaven. That's called my seat. Because Hashem has to sit down, just like a seat. You lower yourself down when you sit down. This is sitting down. That's why you say, this is cool, this is cool. I'm ready, I'm ready for a cool one. That's why you say, I'm going to learn in yeshiva. When someone says, I'm going to learn in yeshiva, what does that mean? They're going to direct God's light into a sitting state. Because what do Bacharim do in yeshiva? People learn yeshiva. They study Torah. They bring the Abish to Schachma and Biz into the Midas, into the world. So they're causing the Abish to, to sit down. That's why they're going to learn in yeshiva. Yeshiva means, why is everything? Learning Torah, why there suddenly it became a yeshiva? It's a, such a strange thing. Yeshiva means you're going to where you're sitting, you're going to sit. Is that. You better not sit. Go to work. In case the zitzen do. Nah, you're causing God to sit. And we better need God sitting, because or else the Abishter is infinitely above. Wow. That's cool. Ein Shab. Zer Shakasav Mehemna. This is what it says in the in the Mehemna. And Zayar. Well, the boss and Noir, I who know here after it illuminates this Nahaira, Al Kursayu on the Yeshiva, on the seat. The Yushamayim, which is the heavens. Kursayu Daika, it's considered a seat. Kisi, heavens on my seat, Kineskil. It's drawn from Chachma bin and the Keset is Eirampin. Hanikra Shamayim, which is called Shamayim. Which that is accomplished through Eisekatera. We're not going to learn the whole rest of the Mayim. I just want to learn at least the, the beginning of the third Kaddish. So we have, and the next week we can finish. Kaddish, and what's the third Kaddish? The third Kaddish is when it con- continues down further to the level of Tzadik, which is Yisoyed. Yisoyed, the Kol Dargan, that's already reaching the lowest, the end of all levels. Yisoyed. That's the last darga of the mashpia of the Abishter, and then it becomes malchus, which is already the recipient. That's already established not through Torah learning. For that, you have to actually go ahead and do physical mitzvahs of helping people and so on the like. Kipirish tzaddik. What does what does tzaddik have to do with mitzvahs ma'isiyos? Because why is a person called tzaddik? Avram was a tzaddik because he did tzedakah. You call the tzaddik when you do mitzvahs. That he guarded the way of God. to do And what's the idea of tzedakah? Tzedakah Tzedakah means what are you doing? Tzedakah. You're coming to enliven the spirit of those who don't have the spirit of the lowly. You when you when someone receives tzedakah, he's suddenly uplifted. If he's needy and he doesn't have, and suddenly. More than just giving the money for what you uplifted the person, something <gasps> it's like he's living, he's breathing, he's like alive. So you uplifted the spirit of the lowly. The worlds are all lowly, they don't have life, they're di- they're like that. And then, when 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 you need the Abish to give tzedakah, that means the Amshacha has to come down into Malchus, 
into the world, to enliven the actual spirit of the lowly. You're bringing it in the heavens, the heavens are lowly compared to Bina, but, but the real lowly is the world, to get down to Bria, Yitzira, and especially the world of Asiya. So how do you do that? So when you give tzedakah to enliven the spirit of the lowly, it causes above also the to come down from heaven to earth into Yisoyed that gives tzedakah to Malchus and gives her chayas. Vegam, kalam mitzvah, and so to all the other mitzvahs, nikra tzedakah are also called tzedakah. Kamashakasav, like it says, where do you see that all mitzvahs are called tzedakah? It says, tzedakah tiyalanu, it will be a tzedakah to us, ki nishma, when we will observe to do all the mitzvahs. The drawing down the light to the level of tzaddik. Which from tzaddik, it's going to be drawn down into malchus. The source of briyat here in Asiya. So where they are mitzvahs ma'asiyos, this is through the physical mitzvahs. And we're going to stop over here. We'll be the explanation of it. What's the difference between Torah and mitzvahs? That we're going to leave already, Be'ezus Hashem, for next week, Thursday night. We're going to finish this mitzvah, this uh, mimer of usfartem lechem. The good old days when I would teach, the good old days when I would teach for five hours are pretty much over. Three hours is kind of the max these days. Sometimes four. <laughs> but the real reason is because I didn't prepare further. Ah. I didn't prepare further. The Ica's thing is that we get it all down here. <laughs>